Welcome to Every Ten Day. This is D&D for families and young adventurers, and I have two of them here, my children. Yellow. Hello. Charlotte, Finley. Um, this is session zero. We have no idea how this is going to go. Nope. But here we are, after 144 broadcasted or streamed episodes of our first campaign. I reckon there probably would have been about 150 total. Yeah. Because we... We didn't stream from the very first session. Um, we're here with campaign two. So, uh, welcome along. Yeah, there may be some of you watching who are watching like for the first time. And you're like, what's every 10 day? Why the hell should I watch this? Um, my name's James. I'm Charlotte and Finley's dad. I'm also their dungeon master. We started playing D&D in January 2019 with the characters whose story you can follow in campaign one. Um, those are all up on, our, on the podcast. And uh, I started playing D&D when I was 10 years old with my brother. Um, and I went on to play it with my friends and stuff. And I know D&D is often talked about, isn't it? As like a game you play with your friends. But I'm also a massive believer that you should play it with your families. I think it brings families together. It certainly brought us together. And um, it's an awesome game to play with your brothers, your sisters, your parents, and your friends as well. So um, we are specifically a small group. There's just me and two players. We sometimes have guests come in and a lot of NPCs <laughs> uh, for me to manage. But what we wanted to do that isn't done much is really show you what a session zero looks like. Um, and this, is, this isn't something that we can plan. So we kind of need your help with this. So if you're watching this either in the future, even you know on the replay, and you have questions about what went on in this session, like ask away, because we can, we can do some other videos in the future to help you out. What we realize is there's this big mystique ahead of the first session that a lot of people have trouble with, which is like, how does character development start? How do I develop my character? How do I decide with the dungeon master on the campaign setting? Because most of what you see online and on YouTube is session one and it all looks like a well-oiled machine, doesn't it? It all looks like it's all going, you know, perfectly and, you know, without any kind of preparation. It just hits and it's like this beautifully unfolding story. But it all starts in session zero. This is where we decide on the tone of the game. It's where we decide on the setting for the game. It's where we decide who the, our characters are. So we're going to be rolling them up live in this session. Woo! The old, four, the old 4d6 are going to be coming out. As we actually, you're going to see characters being created from scratch. Now I say from scratch, Charlotte and Finley have got ideas that they've had that they're bringing to the table here. And what this is really going to be, what you're going to watch is, listen, for some of you it might be completely boring because you're just going to hear us chatting over options, making decisions together. You're going to see Charlotte and Finley make decisions about their characters. We're going to discuss them. We might not agree on stuff as well. So you're going to see all of that. And it's really important. It's really important that you have a, a solid session zero going into your first session um, so that you understand the boundaries of the game, where you can go with it, you know, the adventures that follow. So that's it for intro. Welcome along. You are kind of... Think of this, you're not watching a D&D game happening, you're watching everything that comes before the D&D game happens. And in a second, I'm just, we're just gonna start our conversation 
And you're just going to be a voyeur to this. You're just going to see as we work out our characters and things like that. So welcome along. If you have any questions as we're going through this live, by the way, and you are joining us live, feel free to put it in the chat. You know, we're a, we're a, a very small D&D podcaster, so we know there aren't... We, we don't have thousands of viewers like some of the big names do. We're actually quite proud of that because what it means is we can talk to you directly. So if you're watching live, put your comments in the YouTube chat. It'll, it'll, it'll show up for us here. And we can answer some of your questions that you'll see going on. We've rigged up three cameras. One so that you can see Charlotte and Finley. Hey guys, that's your camera there. Wave to your camera. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, this is my camera here, so I can talk to you and I can read your questions and I can ask, I can ask the guys your questions. And we've got another one off the table just so you can see the rolling process and just what we're doing at the table. And I think what we'll do is, let's start there. So what we've got, uh, Charlotte and Finley got their sets of dice. You're gonna need dice to play this. You can obviously use your digital dice. We've got our rolling mat. And I bought, this is a bit fancy, you don't need this, but I bought these new Dungeons & Dragons portfolio cases um, for them to sort of put their new characters in that are very swish. You can grab them on Amazon. Um, and now, it's character sheet. So, there's a bunch of different types of character sheets that we've got. So, we've got this one. That actually has a separate session section for your personality, if you want it. If you think you want more room for like stuff and writing about your traits and abilities and stuff, there's that one that's just blank, features and traits. So you've got that one to, and then you've got one that looks slightly different here. I think it should also be said that um, if you want to watch this just like uh, the campaign for like the story purely, you might not want to watch this session because there might be... Spoilers. Good call. Well, what we'll do is... There'll be a point where, that's a really good yeah. point. So there'll be a point where we discuss the characters, the new characters' backgrounds. If you don't want to know the backgrounds, we'll give fair warning so that you can, yeah. you can kind of mute it, you know, for a while. And we'll try and keep that bit quite Yeah, contained. or we'll put something in the description, timestamps and stuff. Yeah. About, um, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there'll be background spoiler alerts coming. Uh, backgrounds will come later, obviously. So, do you have a preference for which kind of character sheet you want? Oh yeah, definitely this one. Definitely that one. All right, so you take one of them. Mm, do we need space for? Well, I mean, you can always put it on the back. That's true. Um, I think I might go for. Hang on. So, got this one. And then the weird one. Front and back, yeah. So check them out. I think. Yeah, I think I'll go with this one. You go with that one? Yeah. Well, it depends if we're There's rolling. a super simple one as well. There's like a basic <laughs> one. Yeah, I don't and think then, either. Uh, we're basically pros. Yeah, we're, yeah. Professionals. You know, every single uh, For anyone who's going to be a magic using class, I'll put that there in case. No mm -hmm. <clears throat> Except there is. All right. So, why don't you, we talk first about some of the ideas that you've already had broadly speaking not background but in terms of what you want to play mm -hmm. and talk a little bit about why you want to play okay. who wants to go first okay i will um i want to play first of all in terms of race uh i want to 
I want to play a pointy-eared race. Uh, so <laughs> not just for that reason, but I really like the idea of a ladrin. Um, Why? I just I like the kind of like seasonal thing. I like that kind of vibe that they can change, you know, abilities and stuff like that depending on what season they're in. And like yeah, I just I like the idea of it, and it's quite different to a character Danea that I've played before because she was an Azamar. It's quite different to a kind of like an Elvish race. What is is there anything? Like the about this changeableness of the Eladrin, what is it that appeals to you about that? I just like I don't I I like how it can so how how I don't know I just like how it changes I just I think it's interesting I I think that it's just more interesting when it's not one thing. And do you think time. you're gonna the changeableness of the Eladrin according to season? Yeah. Do you think that's gonna inform on your role playing choices? Yeah, 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 for for sure. Um, I think. For her, it can very impact like her emotional state as well. Nice. Or they might coincide uh, with each other, so I think that will be really interesting to play. Cool. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna you're going for an Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. And we'll discuss because obviously <coughs> we're taking this from the source books yeah. that are available, and we'll talk about how Aladdin fit into the world that we're playing this mm. in, which isn't a DN. It's not one of the official source book yeah. games. It's our own homebrew world. Um, so we'll be we'll we'll have to think about like well so where do Eladrin yeah. fit amongst elves? Because we know we've got wood, we've got wild, we've yeah. got dark, we've got high, we've got first elves, moon elves, and all like, this. And it's like where do they fit? We've pretty much heard of all of those elves in the last campaign, but we we never really heard about Eladrin. Totally. So, so we're gonna, we're gonna have to try and discuss from scratch yeah. like. Where do they where fit? Yeah, yeah, where do they fit? Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. Oh, and in terms of class, thinking, I mean, it's quite similar to, I played Paladin last time. Uh, I wanted to do some kind of fighter and hopefully gunslinger in the future. Gunslinger? Yeah, I love the idea of a gunslinger. I just, there's no reason for that, I just think they're really cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just want to shoot shit. <laughs> yeah. Got it, alright, cool. So you're going fighter class, yeah. which is interesting. You're staying with a martial class yeah. after being. You know, I think I don't know. I just I love the idea of a magic using character, but I think personally for me, I just whenever I get to playing one, it's just too much for me to like think about, and I just prefer, um, you know, martial character. Hack and slash. <laughs> yeah. Or hack and shoot. <laughs> uh, Finley, what are you? What racial background? Uh, racial kind of uh, ideas have you got? Well, I definitely want to play a Reborn because I like the idea of um, the, like, the gothic and the, like, the cool undead nature about them. And I've just been reading about it and it, it seems really interesting. And they get some cool abilities as well. <laughs> nice. So there's that. So again, you're both sort of taking something from your first characters, yeah. and continuing that because Elowen had a little bit of the emo gothic vibe going on. <laughs> we say why, why, why the staying quite with that? Is there anything that, that attracts you to that? Uh, I just like playing goth characters. <laughs> I, I I think I that I've always have and. I like when I when I heard about like the reborn thing. I just I knew I wanted to play it for my next character. Um, 
So the Eladrin is in uh, Morden Canaan's. Is it? I had a really hard time finding Morden where it was. Kane, uh, Mons- uh, blah, blah, blah. Monsters of the Multiverse of the new things. I think it's either in Volos or Morden Canaan's, the original Morden Canaan's uh, Tomb of Foes in one of those. And then Reborn are in Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft. So we'll be looking at those source books uh, for, for, to, to see how we put these together. All right. And class? Oh, um, Warlock, because I like them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Like and a different approach to magic, right? So you've just played a magic user who's kind of like, all right, so he gets his power from his own learning, his own study, his own intellect, whereas drawing your magic from a kind of a third-party source... That'll be that'll be an interesting thing to. And they also can use weapons. My old character, Elowin, definitely could not. So. All right. Cool. <coughs> okay. So we've got Eladrin fighter, reborn, warlock as our starting point. Uh, it's time to roll. We can't I'm put so it off. Scared. So. Ah. We're gonna. Oh, by the way, let's just talk briefly about yeah. setting. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna set this campaign in the same continent of Aeon. Now, there was options of like, oh, well, we could explore. We could go further afield, explore other continents. But, um, like, it's taken nearly four years to develop one continent, <laughs> yeah. right? And so it's like, well, let's let's. It seems daft to go to somewhere that we haven't mapped, we haven't got it developed. And of course, at the end of campaign one, here I'll chuck that out on the desk, at the end of campaign one, we now have this new continent that has been shaped irrevocably yeah, by, the new map. Yeah, by the actions of, of um, <laughs> campaign one. Yeah. So there is so much now that is different, that is exciting to explore, so we're going to be setting it here on the continent of Aeon. This is an, a continent that has only just come out of the Dark Ages. And there are new, new settlers on this continent that have been here for only a few hundred years. Humans are new arrivals to Aeon. This is a continent that for thousands of years has been governed by old species of elves and dwarves that go back thousands of years. It is a continent little explored, relatively speaking. And that whilst there have been human settlers here for getting on for nearly 1800 years, I would still say that there's probably in total less than two, three hundred thousand humans on the entire continent of Aeon. It is a largely unexplored continent with vast areas of wildness that harken back to an old time. But things, life here on Aeon has, has existed here for a long time. I imagine that this kind of island continent, much like Australia in our world, is a vastly unexplored continent of uh, that is uninhabitable, right? Likewise with Aeon, there are vast areas that adventurers have yet to explore, yet to go to. Uh, 
And yet there are these pockets of civilization. There is secrets of ancient technologies here on Aeon. There are races of creatures that have developed marvellous machines and magics that have yet to be found, that have been lost to time. And so humans kind of cling to the edges, the human settlements cling to the edges of Aeon, uh, especially <coughs> on the western coast with Avalonia, probably the oldest settlements of humans here. Uh, the Vidal dynasty creeps up into Aeon, um, and the Free Republic of Kurth down in the southeast um, with Vestland and Ostland still relatively barbaric in terms of their development and their tribal nature. <clears throat> so outside of that, the rest of the continent is sort of free, free game, free reign for marvellous magical races, creatures, places for exploration. Here's my question. What certificate do you want this campaign to be? <laughs> Our campaign one was undoubtedly PG. Mm -hmm. Now we could wind it back, go a little bit even more young people friendly and go you. Or we could wind it forward and go more like 12. 12. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I don't really want to wind it back. Because okay. I, I, a lot of the time I had to hold back swearing in the, <laughs> in the last campaign. Um, so we want to be able to drop F-bombs yeah. and things like that? So we think into, what are your thoughts? Yeah, 12. Like, I right, think 12 one F-bomb. There's <laughs> one F-bomb permitted per game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I think, I think 12 is good. All right, so that means maybe also inter integrating a little bit more grittiness and mm. darkness into it. No, like the other one didn't have that. Yeah. Maybe some scarier <laughs> moments, some more shocking moments. Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah. So 12. So we're going to ramp up the sort of the, we're going to make it slightly more mature from mm -hmm. campaign one, but not up into 15, 18 yeah. or anything like that. Great. All right. Good stuff. Nice. So this is our setting. Uh, continent of Aeon. Um, this is the best place there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what we'll do is we'll come back to this map in a minute and start to think where can we find... Where can we find somewhere for our sort of story to begin? There are wild forested regions to the, to the south of the continent, um, barren wildlands in the, in the middle of the continent and off to the, off to the east, uh, an area here that is ruled by orcs and trolls and ogres, the spatterings, as I said, of human settlements around the edges, and, of course, the overfay. The Overfay, which is in the northeast, um, an area where the boundaries between the prime material and the Feywild are at their weakest, such that there is a vast, vast um, wildland of magical, almost Fey realm uh, uh, tundra and forest and mountainous regions that um, most people try to stay clear of, but could be a fun place for us. Mm -hmm. So we can come back and we'll, we'll, we'll explore this in a sec. <clears throat> That's where the campaign's gonna be set. Aeon, for people who uh, are trying to imagine, Aeon is roughly the size of Europe. So as continents go, there's a lot of, a lot of varying geography to explore from 
frigid frozen wastes far far to the north that would kill any normal person within minutes if not at best hours um, and then there are some pretty arid sub desert sub uh, desert tropical subtropical areas far to the south as we get into the Vidal dynasty so lots of places for us to explore let's roll some dice <coughs> so I find this to be one of the f- best things. I'm scared. <laughs> so what we're going to do, it's real simple. We did this for campaign one. We're going to do it again for campaign two. It's 4d6. Take away the lowest dice. You're going to do that six times, and those are your stats. Then we'll start to talk about how we're going to handle modifiers to that. Whether we're going to have racial modifiers, background modifiers, etc. Now, obviously, we're doing this at a time when Dungeons & Dragons as a company are about to, in the next two years, integrate the new 1D&D rule set. So it's like, how much do we of that do we are we open to versus not? Because uh, we've got some homebrew stuff going on as well. Um, if you roll your stats and there is you don't have any that are 15 or higher, mm-hmm. you roll the whole lot again. Okay. So we're looking, you know... We're just going to go for this. Okay. You'll go first. I think what we'll do is we'll go backwards and forwards. Okay. All right, so. Wait, are, are we taking them in order? We can assign them. Yeah. You can then assign okay. them to your stat. We're yeah, not you're doing not doing them in straight. order. That would be weird. Yeah. So we'll start with Finley. Go ahead and roll your first 46. Let's put this close to the camera so everyone can see this historic moment. Historic. <laughs> first four dice rolls of the... Of the campaign! Hey. Okay. All right, go for it. Here I go. First one is a nice. It's a seven. Yeah. <laughs> good first. Seven. Amazing. Seven. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> we love some good low rolls. Come on. Best to get them out of the way. I yeah. Say. All right, go for it. Okay. Get them in the way. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right, you got a nine there. Oh my god. We're seeing some good tactics straight away. All, all four hitting the pad at the same time rather than like two and then two. You can pick and go one, two, three, four. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's have the let's have the next one. Nice. Alright, All right, thirteen. Thirteen. That's a, that's a solid no. Twelve. Oh, these are okay. Not looking good. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's well, fine. especially as you've ended the last campaign yeah. with 30 levels, <laughs> 30 hit dice, and like 22 I've stats. got to prepare you, you're going right back, so oh, be yeah, prepared. 22 into <laughs> yeah. 20 wisdom. You ended with 24, don't forget. I think I ended with 23 or something, or yeah. something in charisma. So, that, that's something interesting, right? Is actually the mental preparation yeah. for playing like a could die at any moment. <laughs> Minus eight on all rolls. Alright, go for it. All at once. I should have done that. <laughs> That's an eight. Uh, <laughs> if you don't, you can please don't get them. fifteen. This is this is what this is what I was joking about before. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Five threes and then one fifteen. Alright, thirteen. Just leave the camera. Oh. Well, so far these are great peasants. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we get 16. Right, so these rolls you're stuck with now. Yeah! 16. (laughs) 
Okay, it's alright, there's only four, we've got two <laughs> Great. I don't think I... That's six. I've never yeah. seen oh, six. Please, if I get, if I get a six two four last round, I'm going to cry. I will literally hate Just like, just like accidentally make your character die on the first <laughs> Accidentally jump off a tree. Maybe we should just right. now go Bob and right. make this character's falling just kill. Lily's <laughs> got two more rolls, let's have it. Alright, not bad. Okay. 16, another 16. That is really good. Sweet. Okay, great. That that equals the, the bad stats, so though. I'm actually doing quite well. Unless your last one's a three. Okay. <laughs> okay, seven. This is looking like a re-roll. And then you get a 15 on the last one. If I, I will cry. <laughs> Alright, bring this last. No way. Last stat, let's have it. be illegal. Okay, that is got to be illegal right there. Alright, that's a 10. ten. Okay. That is some good stuff. Please don't be high. <coughs> okay, I'm gonna have to re-roll, right? Yeah. To re-roll, That right. was a shit! Dang! Okay. The, the dice pad is nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so am like, I. Pressure. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Dang, that's not a good sign. Okay. My stats were great, aren't they? <laughs> Okay. I mean, I did get a seven. Okay. Alright, that's oh. a good start. Seventeen. <laughs> nice! Alright. Let's get, let's get this on a the roll. There we go, fourteen. I'm leaving you roll with more confidence. That's a nine. That's not. Oh but yeah. The, these you're now stuck with. These yep. stats. <sighs> okay, so that's a thirteen. Okay, not bad, not bad. Not bad. Can you add them all up, though? I just want to see a total. See. Uh, 11. And final roll. Oh, nice. 15. All right. All right. I think you've got better stats than me. Because <laughs> I got to re-roll though. I was so happy. <laughs> you see, you calculated. <laughs> Add them all up. Let's just see the difference uh, between. Okay. So what I'm going to do, I'm just doing this as DM because this seems fair. Um, that's quite a big difference, the 9 from 70. So uh, roll your 7 again. Roll your first stat again. Okay. And basically, whatever you roll, you get to choose one or the other. You get one more bonus roll, all right? No. <laughs> a 7 again. Literally seven. Well, because you rolled it again, you rolled seven again. Let, let's just roll it. Man, let's get a different roll. Please. No. All right. Okay. Okay. So that's great. It's seventeen. Okay, that's unfair. Wait, now you got more than me. You got one more point, so that evens it out. So okay. eighty and, and seventy nine. So that's that's good. That's great. <laughs> so you got some pretty. I still got an eight and a ten. So like. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Everyone got a, a kind of a. You got a nine and eleven there. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, let's crack out the player's handbook. Yay! And start to look at... Oh, oh yeah, backgrounds and... Well, we'll do backgrounds, oh, yeah. we won't do backgrounds yet. Backgrounds will be... They, no, I'm talking about, yeah. they still add to stats, don't they? Or like, no, no, they like... Well, in oh, the new rules they do. The new yeah. rules they do. I oh, we yeah. have other stuff. But we're going to do... Right, so this is, this is quite an important one, and this is one that for a lot of people will be kind of controversial, because a lot of the new... One D and D rules have sort of done away with any racial 
stat yeah. benefits, right? Now, <clears throat> I'm going to just bore everybody that watches this with a, with a quick thing that I heard that is, I was watching stupid memes on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. but I heard during one of them, it was like cats have twice the reflexes of a human, twice the speed yeah. of reflexes as a human. And I thought, well, that's interesting because that's a different species yeah. and it is within it, it just has faster reflexes, yeah. which means the fastest cats have more reflexes than every human, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, I'm sure there are some cats that aren't quite as reflexive, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <Yeah>. right? <laughs> yeah. But the fastest cats, there's no human that has the reflexes of the, the most reflexive yeah. cat. Does that make sense? Yeah. So <clears throat> even though it doesn't mean all cats are more reflexive than all humans, yeah. It does mean that the very, you know, the elite cats, <laughs> they do, right? They yeah. do. I like that for D&D races because what I don't see D&D races as are aspects of humans, mm. yeah, which yeah. I think sometimes that's the case. It's like, well, dwarves represent, you know, the old tropes of like a dwarf represents the kind of hardy, yeah. you know, and it's sort of, I think that's when we get these stereotypes mm. come in, you know. Whereas I've always tried to treat them like, uh, and gnomes in the campaign one really gave me a place to explore that the yeah. most, right? It's like, this isn't, these aren't humans yeah. with a twist. They are different yeah. species completely, right? Um, and anywhere where you might get some inbreeding between different races, that's something that is certainly in this campaign setting rare yeah. and unusual and sometimes even magical, mm. right? Um, so it's not something that is just, you know, you see all over the place. So to that end, I would like to have racial stat ben um, modifiers. I, uh, yeah, I agree. But okay. uh, like mostly because that's what like we've always done and I'm kind of more comfortable with that, and I also agree with what you... I like the idea that, for example, elves have always had a, a racial stat modifier for dexterity. And for the same reasons, as I said, with cats, right? It's like, of course there are humans that have higher dexterity yeah. than a whole bunch of elves. But the most dexterous elves yeah. are more dexterous than even the most dexterous humans. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I... And I you know, that's sort of statistical analysis. It's like that bell curve. Uh, it's just the way it is. I like the idea that the most highly constituted dwarves, a human can't compete with them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so are we, are everyone happy to go with that? Yep. Cool. Now we, we, we face ourselves with a slight challenge with the reborn because of course you're a reborn of what? Oh yeah. Probably. Uh, did you imagine a human? Yeah, yeah, I did imagine a human. All right, cool. All right, good. So if you're going to be human, then you get to put... We'll go with the new two-on-one and one-on-another stat, and you can pick whatever they are. Do reborns have, like, a specific um, stat? Let's look at reborn. Let's look at Let us know your thoughts, by the way, in the chat if you're watching this. What do you reckon to... Because you, you may be like, I do completely... That's not what you would do in your campaign. We'd love to know your thoughts about this. Again, session zero is a chance to chat this out rather than it become like a conflict later on in the game. 
It's why session zero is so important so that you can actually talk these things through, right? And get decided on stuff. Okay, so, Reborn. Ribbon. <clears throat> so I'm going to read this out. It says, death isn't always the end. The reborn exemplify this, being individuals who have died yet somehow still live. Some reborn exhibit the scars of fatal ends, the ash and flesh or bloodless veins making it clear that they've been touched by death. <clears throat> Other reborn are marvels of magic or science being stitched together from like Frankenstein from disparate no. beings. <laughs> Or bearing mysterious minds in manufactured bodies. Whatever their origins, reborn know a new life and seek experiences and answers all their own. Faded memories. Reborn suffer from some manner of discontinuity, an interruption of their lives or physical state that their minds are ill-equipped to deal with. Their memories of events before this interruption are often vague or absent. Uh, occasionally, the most unexpected experiences might cause sensations or visions of the past to come rushing back. Rather than sleeping, reborn regularly sit and dwell on the past, <laughs> hoping for some revelation of what came before. Uh, meanwhile, heavy gothic rock plays in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, these are dark, silent stretches. Occasionally, though, in a moment of peace, stress, or excitement, a reborn gains a glimpse of what came before. When you desire to have such a dreamlike vision, roll on the lost memories table to inspire its details. Okay, great. So... Um, the reborn origins, it, it gives you the option to roll for it. I'm just going to read through what the options are. You may already have one in mind um, or something different. It says, you were magic one, you were magically resurrected, but something went wrong. Two, stitches bind your body's mismatched pieces and your memories come from multiple different lives. Three, after clawing free from your grave, you realise you have no memories except for a single name. Four, you were a necromancer's undead servant for years. One day, your consciousness returned. Uh, five, you awoke in an abandoned laboratory alongside complex designs for clockwork or organs. Six, you were released after being petrified for generations. Your memories have faded, though, and your body isn't what it once was. Hmm. Your body hosts a possessing spirit that shares its memories and replaces your missing appendages with phantasmal limbs. And then finally, in public, you pass as an unremarkable individual, but you can feel the itchy straw stuffing inside you. Oh, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you already have an idea of your reborn origin? Yeah, number three. Number three. After clawing free from your grave, you realised you have no memories, except for a single name. All right, oh. cool. So, reborn. Um... You are humanoid. You can be medium or small. Any choice there? I'm medium. Medium? Okay, great. <laughs> Your walking speed is 30. You have advantage on saving throws against disease and being poisoned. And you have resistance to poison damage. Straight from the outset, resistance to poison damage. So make a note of all of that on your character sheet. Um, 
where your death saves are on your character sheet, you might want to put advantage because you get advantage mm. on death saves. <laughs> Being already yeah. in a deathless fate. Ah, Pip Rowling's with us. He says, I really like, like the idea of about evening out the character stats once you're finished. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Daniel's with us. How you doing, Daniel? You're right. Uh, your last session zero was more than three years ago, right? How different is this one? Compared to the one that was with much younger. I can't, I literally can't remember our last session zero. Do you know what? I think our session zero was literally me introducing you to the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. That's a great question. Daniel, for my view, it was completely different. And I've been relishing the chance to have this since, it was nearly four years ago. In fact, yeah, it was getting on. Four years ago in January we did it. So, um, the, uh, Finley was 10 then. He's 14 now. Charlotte was 13. Um, so I was, we were playing with children I was introducing to Dungeons and Dragons for the very first time. It was very significant for me because I'd started playing Dungeons and Dragons when I was 10 and Finley, the minute he hit 10, Daniel, I was like, <laughs> we are playing this. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm honest with you, I had a lot of fear as well going into the first session zero because I was like, they might not like this game. And then what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, all I remember from last session zero was me drawing Danaea. Yeah. I didn't have a class, I didn't have anything. Mm. I literally just drew her. And then I was like, give me stuff that suits this drawing. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I was like, well, she looks kind of like a fighter, but would you like her to have healing magic yeah, and like, stuff yeah. like that? And when we first played, it, I was introducing them to second edition rules. Yeah. Because I stopped playing D&D at 2nd Edition. So we actually rolled up their characters 2nd Edition to begin with. Um, Elowin's first hit dice was a D4, for example. <laughs> and, um, and then it was very quickly, like in game 2, or maybe even 3, that we switched them up to 5th Edition rules. Um, I can remember before we played Elowin and Denaya, we did a quick... like. Um, introduction game to D&D where we played completely different characters. Yeah. But like for one game. Yeah. And it was it was quite a lot before because we yeah. were still at the uh, um, the house with the pool. Yeah. So it was a while back and I was like, they're too young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was I like, remember. damn it, okay, I'll shelf this. <laughs> and it was like six months later, I was like, let's try again. <laughs> <laughs> so the session zero wasn't... Really a session. wasn't this. It yeah. wasn't where you actually get to talk about it. Because a lot of DMs worry about how do I get my characters to care about the game and, and, and be involved in it and the, my lore and I'm making this world. And it's like, this is where Section Zero is so important. Because this is where we can pick something that they care about, a place they care about, and we can figure out backgrounds that they care about. You know, what do they want? We didn't do that with the, your first characters. Right, yeah. So we didn't talk about them. The, you, not really their motivations. It was like... Yeah, and we didn't roll, uh, like, flaws or bonds or ideals uh, or anything. I mean, some people just don't do that. But I remember, like, we not even, like, thinking about that. Mm. Yeah. So you had to figure out your character's personality as yeah. you went. Which I still think can be a, a more natural way of doing it. But it can... Because you also don't want... You don't want, what would you call it? Or, or I would say, we're playing this game to feel into somebody and mm. have adventures yeah. and like just live the, the wild adventures yeah. of somebody else, right? Through us. And, um, but you don't want the personality of your character, I would say, to overshadow everything. Yeah. 
Because, well, maybe you do. I mean, some players do. Like, some players are like, no, this is my character trying to find myself, and I, as a human being, get to work out my stuff. <laughs> and that's yeah. cool. Like, that's... I think, like, <clears throat> definitely, I don't know, our first, well, at least my first character, it, it really was more of a self-insert rather than, like, a separate character. And I think uh, sometimes a lot of characters are like that. I think first a lot characters. of people, yeah, Nimblefoot's like that. Yeah. And I think it's good because you get to work out yourself through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think that's why we didn't do much of it. Well, that came through not doing much of a session zero because it was kind of just like us. Yeah. And we didn't need that much, like, character, you know, their personality building. Totally. Stuff. Great yeah. question. Thank you. Um, so... You have advantage on death saves, which is awesome. What did you say before? I've resistant to poison damage and... Um, disease? You have advantage on saving throws against disease and being poisoned. You do not need to eat, drink, or even breathe. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> and guess what else? You don't need to sleep either. Dude, you're just like a rock. So you can finish a long rest in four hours, so long as you spend those hours in an inactive, motionless state. <laughs> so now, this is important from a game mechanic point of view, because a long rest, you can get up and move around if you're not a reborn, right? Like, you can, you can kind of... Do light, yeah. uh, what would you call it? Hang on a second. Light activity. Downside to the four hours. Same with, I think, something like that. Yeah. So the four hours, you've got to be inactive and motionless. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge from a past life. You temporarily remember glimpses of the past. Oh, Perhaps so faded memories from ages ago or a previous life. <laughs> that's you with memory issues. <laughs> when you make an ability check that uses a skill... Oh no, this is important. When you make an ability check that uses a skill, you can roll a d6 immediately after seeing the number on the d20 and add the number on the d6 to the check. You can use this feature a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus um, and then you regain it again after a long rest. So this is where you, you might remember, a, a, I don't know, if you're trying to pick a lock, you know, you might go, okay, I'm going to use knowledge from a past life. And it's like, shit, I know how to do this. Bam. So it's kind of like what but... No, no, because you don't get to pick another thing. You get uh, literally yeah, like yeah, an inspiration yeah. dice That's to add to it. But it's not an inspiration dice. It's a memory dice. Yeah. It's like a past life dice. So you get a D6 past life dice <laughs> equal to your proficiency <laughs> bonus, which at level one will be plus two. I'm just a better bard now. Oh. <laughs> I'll need to read over this and write it all down. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's it. So. Amazing. Should I put my stats in their respective positions? Yeah, and talk us through that. Um, what, so, firstly, you get to add a plus two to one of your stats, and a plus one to another one of your stats. Wait, do backgrounds give it, or is that in the new 1D, whatever? Um, well, the human in the very first player's handbook, it yeah. was like, add one to everything. Right, yeah. But I don't want to do that. But, but for, in backgrounds, when we make backgrounds, <laughs> yeah. do they give stats? I can't remember. No, We're going with 5e Legacy, right. rather than the new yeah, 1D&D, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay? So your background won't give you a stat change. Okay. 
your race I'm will. I just couldn't remember because we didn't do that first. Your race will, right? So we're going to use. Um, let's get it. So Aladrin. Oh, I can never find it in the book. I don't know what book it's in. Um, so if I, so plus one to one stat and then plus two to another. Yes. Can I split the plus two over two stats? No. I'm boring. I'm Alright, Aladrin. Let's see where they are. Eladrin and the Feywild, here we yeah. are. The Feywild exists separate from but parallel to the material plane. It's a realm of nature run amok. And I, uh, by the way, what I'm reading here is canon for our campaign as well. Mm -hmm. um, most, it's, a, it's a realm of nature run amok, and most of its inhabitants are sylvan or fey creatures. In these respects, the Feywild has certain similarities Okay, that's not canon. First time, first time visitors might be accused for not being excused for not being sure which of the two planes they're on for a time after arriving. Um, the Feywild le leans neither towards good nor evil. Both are equally prevalent and powerful there. Uh, all kinds of elves live in the Feywild, but one subrace, the Eladrin, has adopted it as their home. Of all the elves, Eladrin are closest in form and ability to the... Um, okay, first generation of elves, which I'm not sure is canon in our campaign, but I would say the elves of the Feywild are the most fairy yeah. of the elves. Yeah. Oh, that's another reason why I did say that when I was saying why I liked the idea of the race, but yeah. I do like the idea of like, the Feywild. And this would have a, an impact on your physicality as well. Yeah. The, uh, 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 um, an exaggeration of the, the pointy ears of yeah, the, totally. you know, and those kind of things. Um, okay, so in terms of, let's see if they've got the rules for Aladdin in here. Goliath, Kenku, Elizabeth, Tabaxi, Triton, Hawks, Beholders, Coffins, uh, Yeah, it's Tasha's. Yeah. Tasha! Tasha! Um, can you also pass me the um, the uh, thing that has the Reborn in it? I'd like to. Ravenloft thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Ravenloft's right here. Quite near the beginning, right near the beginning. <clears throat> Alright, so Tasha's. Come on, Tasha. 
Wow. Should I get my, should I have my proficiency and skills that I came from doing a reborn? Well, we'll talk to, uh, talk them through, because I'm just doing this, so talk them out. Okay, I think I'll choose intimidation and insight, because, you know, I like the sound of <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I mean, yeah, I, dead things I, intimidating. Yeah, I'm very intimidating <laughs> and very <laughs> insightful. That's that's me talking now. So those are your your reborn skills, is that right? Yeah. Okay, it, 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 you gain those as just being a reborn. Great. And then you'll want that for warlock, so that you pick your starting stuff from warlock. Thanks. You are. They don't make it easy to find this stuff. I'm trying to remember because I did see it in a book that we had, like physically. It wasn't online or anything. What you well, if you for? could help. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. <laughs> what are you looking for? Don't worry, I'll find it. I'll do, uh, a large um, It's in Monsters of the Multiverse. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, but I want the legacy version. Okay. There is a legacy version? Yeah, the first one that came out. You, you Talk us through what you're doing. I'm just writing stuff. Okay. Here we go. All right. Such. Okay. Oh, why don't you start some class stuff? Okay. Assigning your stats and, and class stuff. Otherwise you're just sitting there. So, uh, I'm not trying to... Good old D&D Beyond. Okay, so there's... So there's Spring, Summer, Autumn, Winter, Eladrin. Yeah. Um, legacy and non-legacy. Now, we're going to be using the legacy because you get the racial stat modifiers, yeah. okay? So, oh, hang on. spring, summer, autumn, winter. So they don't change? I think they change within... Okay, the... um, autumn, I'll go for autumn. Autumn? Yeah. All right, autumn. so I'm going on D&D um, &D Beyond and using Autumn Eladrin Legacy. Oh, hang on a minute, this isn't the class option. Bear with me. We want class option, monsters, races, here we are. Legacy. Alright, <laughs> Eladrin are elves native to the Feywild, a realm of beauty, unpredictable emotion and boundless magic, and Eladrin is associated with one of the four seasons, and has coloration reminiscent of that season. Mm. Autumn, winter, spring, summer, you want autumn, yeah? yeah? It's the season of peace and goodwill, when summer's harvest is shared with all. Some Eladrin remain associated with a particular season for their entire lives, whereas other Eladrin transform, adopting characteristics of a new season. When finishing a long rest, any Eladrin can change their season. 
Yeah, I think I have this room down. An Aladrin might choose the season that is present in the world, or perhaps, <coughs> excuse me, the season that most closely matches the Aladrin's current emotional state. For example, an Aladrin might shift to autumn if filled with contentment. Another Aladrin could change to winter if plunged into sorrow. Still another might be bursting with joy and become an Aladrin of spring, and fury might cause an Aladrin to change to summer. The following table offers personality suggestions for Aladrin of each season. Oh yeah, I've got that. You got that? Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so. Your charisma score goes up by one. Nice. Oh, I haven't signed it. And your dexterity will go up by two. Okay. Uh, let's go over some, just like we did with Reborn, before we get into Fighter, okay. some of your things. So you get a plus two on dex, you get a plus one on charisma. Yeah. As a bonus action, you yep. get face step. Yep. You got that? Yep. You can magically teleport up to 30 <laughs> feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Once you use this trait, you can't do so again until you finish a short or a long rest. Uh, is it not a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus? No. no. When you reach third level, your face step gains an additional effect based on your season. If the effect yeah. requires a saving throw, the DC equals 8 plus your proficiency plus your charisma. Autumn. Immediately after you use your face step up to two creatures of your choice that you can see within 10 feet of you must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed. Mm -hmm. Have you got all these written out yeah. already? Okay, great. So you got all that down. Um, great. All right, all right, all right. Alright, where are you going to put your stats? I know, that's what I'm thinking about. Have you done it? No. Okay. Alright. Let me, let me look at fighter. Fighter? Yeah. Okay, um... I've got, because of my stat improvements and like awesome rolls, huh. my stats are actually really high now. I've got two 18s. Uh, a 16 and a, uh, and a 13. Great. And a 10 and an 8. I don't really know. It's actually better than, better than Elowin's stats when I rolled him. Starting stats? Yeah. Okay, where are you going to put them? Like, I'm going to put 18 charisma, 18 wisdom. Great, whack those down then.
and I'm going to do... What? Let me, let me see what, what I can... What I don't I know what you need, like, for, um, if I was to do Gunslinger. I don't know if, if Dexterity or Strength would be best to be higher. Uh, with a gun, Dexterity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a strength-based yeah. weapon, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'll put the eight in strength. Oh, another weak character. All right, okay. <laughs> no, another weak. I, I have to. It's only it's <laughs> min-maxing. I have to. I have to do it. Then I guess... 16 dexterity. So. Because it is the most important stat, unfortunately. What's the most important? <laughs> Dexterity, it does armor class and most attacks. Um, okay, it's in 17. I'm putting 17 in Dexterity, but I get plus 2, so that's 19 Dexterity. Nice. Uh, 13 Intelligence and 10 Constitution. Nice. That's, that's a nice reflection of your undead, yeah. withered body. So we've got 8 Strength. 16 dex, 10 con, 13 intelligence, 18 wisdom and 18 charisma. Nice. Dude. This is what you'd call min-maxing, which is <laughs> I accidentally, accidentally do it every single time. I use quite the quotes wrong. Um, accidentally do it every single time I make a character. Okay. I think that's plus three, sixteen. No, oh, it's not that get this wrong. Okay. Alright. It's pretty good. Okay, so you're going to be using Gunslinger as your... Yeah. Um, it's a third level, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, third level. Archetype. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you might want to think about how you fight now. Yeah. Well, if I've already got Dex, is, that, is Dex for, like, archery and stuff? Great for archery. I might, I mean, I think or that's a good, yeah, might like evolve to gun later on from crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like to think about like, what's the, like, how did you, like, because guns are definitely not common yeah. on my own. So perhaps, perhaps you have one, but it's broken. Oh, yeah. And we can start to think about how you would even yeah. have this thing. Okay, um, yeah. So t uh, talk us through your stats. Okay, okay. Uh, my strength is 15, my dexterity is 19, uh, constitution 13, intelligence 14, wisdom 11, and charisma 10. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, how does, that, how does her low wisdom, low charisma show up? Um, low charisma, she's kind of, um, I think she's very steadfast sometimes, but she does want to do what's best for people, so maybe that's like, even if it 
goes against anything that they want. I don't know. Okay. Something to think about. Yeah. Again, welcome. I know we've got a couple of other people come on. Hi, welcome to this, our session zero. We wanted to show you this. It might watch as quite a boring stream, but uh, this is everything that happens before you play Dungeons and Dragons, which you can't see a lot of happening live on YouTube. And we often see these big names in D&D streaming and it can be quite intimidating. Well, it's because of what happens here in session zero that hopefully sets the frame, sets the, 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 the kind of the, the, the canvas for a really good first session of D&D. So we're rolling up characters so far for those that have joined us. We've got um, Charlotte is playing an Eladrin fighter. Finley is playing a reborn warlock. Um, and yeah, we've talked a little bit about some of the homebrew rules that we're, we're, uh, that we're doing. Obviously this is an interesting time to be playing D&D and starting a new campaign because uh, Wizards of the Coast are in the process of rolling out one D&D and new rules. So uh, changing my we're not going with stat modifiers based on background. We're going with stat modifiers based on race, uh, which will probably become super controversial, but um, we're all agreed on that. And that's the important thing about session zero, that you're that you're all agreed on how we go forward. All right, so you're going full. What, what are you I doing swapped. There? I swapped my constitution and charisma. Okay. Yeah. 15, 19, 10. Yep. So you're both a couple of unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both got yeah. 10 less constituted. <laughs> uh, should I choose my background? Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll, we'll firstly, we'll talk. Because we can, we can pick it from the book, we can start to think about, number one, the, the biggest challenge for me as a DM is how do your characters meet and how do they get yeah. to know each other? In campaign one, that was real easy. You kind of met in a pub <laughs> and went, do you want to come along? I'm doing this. Met in a pub. Um, yeah, you meet in a tavern, right? But the, you know, these are two quite different characters in terms of your origins so far. So we have to start to think about how on earth do you meet in session one or are you already in the process of having, yeah. you know, like what are the circumstances? Because that's what I've got to dream up between now and session one in <laughs> November. <coughs> so do you already have a background in mind? Yes. Tell, tell us about it. Haunted one. Haunted one? Yeah. Is that a written one? Yeah, that's... Oh, do you just mean your... It's, it's I think it's... If I'm not mistaken, it might be made by... I don't know. Um, book. It's... I don't know what book it's in. can't remember, but um, I know it's... Have you got access to it there? You can talk us through it? Yeah, it's... Let me... Let me... Yeah, let me. Prior to becoming an adventurer, your part in life, life was defined by one dark moment, one fateful decision, or one tragedy. Now you feel a darkness threatening to consume you, and you fear there may be no hope of escape. And then you can choose like something that haunts you. But I can see it here. Yeah, right. Okay. You are haunted by something too so terrible that you dare not speak of it. You've tried to bury it, run away from it, no avail. Whatever the thing is that haunts you can't be slain with a sword or banished with a spell. It might come to you as a shadow on the wall, a blood-curdling nightmare, a memory that refuses to die. 
or a demonic whisper in the dark. The burden has taken its toll, isolating you from most people and making you question your sanity. <laughs> um, you must find a way to overcome it before it destroys you. All right, so that you want that to be your... Man, this is a dark character. Yeah, dang! All right. <laughs> but so immediately, one of the things we have to consider here, the, 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 the difference in shade and light mm. between such a dark character and such a potentially yep. fae-origined yep. character, it's like, I'm going to need your help here. Because mm-hmm. we've got to, by the end of Session Zero, agree on some kind of at least threads that might bring you two together. Yeah. All right. Um, choose from two of these then, Finley. Arcana, investigation, religion, or survival? Two. Let me, let me see. Oh, I forgot um, Investigation, because it's my favorite, and uh, religion. Okay, investigation and religion. Those are two proficiencies. And then languages, choose two, one of which must be Abyssal, Celestial, Deep Speech, Draconic, Infernal, Primordial, Sylvan, or Undercommon. Do we just get our languages from background? Yes. Okay. So you've got Common. Uh, abyssal. Abyssal. Okay, common and abyssal. starting equipment do I? Uh, I'm not going to give you any because of you coming out of a grave except for the because you want to fight with a rapier don't you yes I do so I'm going to allow you to have a rapier okay and so is he freshly out of the grave I, I didn't know I was I think we're going to have you relatively freshly out of the grave okay because you're level one for start. Do I have any armor? And no, you you come out of the grave. We'll, 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 let's work that out. But you're definitely going to start with your rapier and a horror trinket. So some trinket of special significance. Horror. It's a mask. Excuse me. A mask. Okay. Great. <laughs> you say it like that mask. And you have one silver piece that, when you woke, was in your mouth. How's about that? Wait, how do you okay. have three skills? Some, I have four actually. Some better. No, hang on, we haven't got to that because he's got racial background, which for him is reborn. Oh, okay. And okay. his background. Oh, okay. So now you've got two, so here we go. <clears throat>
See where this was originally. Do I my sticker? No, I hate it. Okay, you can't you can't be put to sleep with yeah spells like an elf. What other things? Because you've already written a bunch down. So why did you share that with us? We'll do the trance thing. What's that? So instead of sleeping, I go into a trance. Trance out for four yeah. hours. Uh, for your ancestry, you have an advantage on saving throws to make uh, avoid or end the charmed condition on yourself. Yeah, can't be put to sleep. Yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, and then there's just the face step stuff. I've got dark vision. The, the, the normal average stuff, yeah. Cool, Pretty okay. <laughs> great, great, great. So, background, do you have one in, in mind? No. Well, start with your player's handbook, backgrounds, see yeah. how they go. And then there's a whole bunch of other backgrounds. So there's some good backgrounds in the wild beyond the witch light, which I'm just gonna. Mm -hmm. that one. Hang on a minute. So. Yes. Well, do do I get any of the starting racial stuff? Yeah, that's your plus two and plus one. No, no, I mean like I, class stuff. I meant I some gear. Um, well, it said on there you can have an adventurous pack. Or, with a crowbar and stuff like that, because you've literally just recently been reborn and come out of a grave, I think it's more appropriate that in terms of gear, you have very little. Okay, well... How long have you been dead, do you think? I don't know, like, probably over, like, maybe one or two hundred years. Alright, so you want to have been dead for a while? Yeah. 
So maybe that means that anything I was, any of my equipment probably decayed already. Yeah, or whatever circumstances led you to be buried. Yeah. Like your stuff wasn't buried with you, apart from perhaps your sword, a coin was put in your mouth, and the mask. And some, maybe the clothes you were wearing. Um, and whatever rebirthed you, <laughs> um, it's not like you're half skeletal like a zombie, like something of some magical origin has sort of semi-restored you, almost like a, a resurrection gone wrong. Yeah. Um, well, my, like, isn't there, like, a defining, like, trait that each reborn have, like... Well, let me, let me, let me... Read. Yeah, have a look. Backgrounds, page nine. Yeah, I'm not big. I can't pick one from the players' handbook. You don't like any of them in there? I don't think so. All right, cool. Well, you've got Fae Lost. You grew up in the Fae world after hey. disappearing from your home plane as a oh. child. <laughs> Perhaps you were spirited away by kindly Fae who thought you were destined for great things. You could be the reverse of Fae Lost, so you've been hey. lost to the prime material. Yeah, maybe. Um, perhaps you stumbled through a Fae crossing by chance during a twilight stroll in the woods. Um, well, you are Fae, so that probably won't be worth When you finally return to your home plane, you do not come back unchanged. You're haunted by the fact that the Fae world is only a hair's breadth away. Um, Fae Mark, you were transformed in some small way by your stay in the Fae world. Gain a Fae Mark, determined by rolling on the Fae Mark table. I'm kind of okay. a Fae though, so... Yeah. Feywild Visitor. Whenever you're sound asleep or in a deep trance during a long rest, a spirit of the Feywild might pay you a visit, if the DM wishes it. <laughs> Determine the spirit's form by rolling on the Feywild Visitor table. Oh, I see. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Oh, I see. A witch-like hand. You crept into the witch-like carnival, or a carnival, as a child, and never looked back, earning a place amongst those who work behind the scenes to keep the carnival in business. As a hand, you work hard oh, and party hard. <laughs> the carnival has borne you to many fantastic <laughs> worlds, circling back around to your home world once every eight years. No? Carnival companion, over the years you've... Oh, no, sorry, I don't want to be from a carnival. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> That's it, they've just got those two. Oh, okay. okay. Let's see what other backgrounds there are then. Uh, there are. Let's go with. Can, you, can I have Ravenloft? There's backgrounds in here as well. Oh, there's dark gifts as well. Backgrounds, general background feature. Okay, 31. There might be one here that you like. Are you ready? Yep. Inheritor. An ancestor or mentor's deeds earned them a place in legend. Now it's your turn. You are the clear inheritor of a famed legacy. You've inherited a token from your predecessor, something that marks you as the inheritor, such as a signet ring, signature piece of clothing or notable weapon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love the way you work with us. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Additionally, any time you reveal your legacy, you swiftly learn the local opinion of your predecessor. Oh. 
If locals have never heard of your predecessor, nothing changes. If they have, rumours of your connection spread swiftly, and, in, and many locals consider you either a hero or a threat. Okay, so there's Inheritor. There is Mist Wanderer. The mists whisper to you and guide you through them. Yeah, okay. Uh, the mists whisper to you and guide you through their mysterious eddies. You immediately know if an object you're touching is a mist talisman. Oh, this is a Ravenloft one. Mm. Uh, spirit medium. After a fateful experience, you believe you're aligned with spirits and can serve as a conduit for their insights and goals. You have advantage on any arcane or religion check you make to remember or research information about spirits in the afterlife. Nope. Um, trauma survivor. <laughs> you survived. No. Whatever it was, you made it through. No. Uh-uh. Traveller. You come from somewhere else, a place others couldn't begin to understand. Perhaps your home is a unique corner of the land of the mists or another world entirely. In any case, you and other travellers have shared experiences. You can find a place to hide, rest, or recuperate among sympathetic trading caravans. Okay. Oh, I see. Hang on a second. Oh, I see. Those aren't, sorry, those weren't backgrounds. Backgrounds. Oh. <laughs> Haunted one, which he's just picked. Investigator, you relentlessly seek the truth. Perhaps you're motivated by belief in the law and a sense of universal justice. Maybe that the very law has failed you and you seek to make things right. You could have witnessed something remarkable or terrible. Now you must know more about this hidden truth. Or maybe you're a detective for hire, uncovering secrets for well-paying clients. Whether the mysteries you're embroiled in are local crimes or realm-spanning conspiracies, you're driven by a personal need to hunt down even the most elusive clues and reveal what others would keep hidden in the shadows. Um, that's it. Those are the two okay. backgrounds. Wait, what was the other one? Um, haunted Her- one. Oh, okay. But you still, with either of those, you could... The, 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 the gun could be an inherited yeah. thing. Um, do you want to roll for horror trinkets that you have? No. Could be quite fun. You keep everything you've got, but do you want to have another thing? Just as, it could no, be just, but I know what my... my I know, but it's quite nice. This is where we chat things over. You, you, so you've got your sword, you've got your mask, you've got a silver piece. We can just roll for something else that could come to significance later. Okay. Just for fun. It's up okay. to you. Uh, okay, roll the hundred. Thirteen. Okay. A spyglass that always shows the world suffering a terrible storm. <laughs> when you look through it, wow. it's a storm. Cool, but like I don't, I don't think it's very fitting with what I had in mind. Okay, what did you have in mind? I, I don't really know. That's why. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, I don't really know what background. Yeah. Um. Remember, you don't want to have it all mapped out. Otherwise, what's the point in? Yeah. Like we've got nothing to explore in the adventuring room. Well, I don't know what background. To well, what do you think? I'm Can I sure. see the list of horror trinkets? Oh yes. Maybe I could just choose one instead. And, uh, 
This game is a game with dice, that's quite fun. Otherwise we don't roll. There they are, there's the list. Thanks. It's massive. Oh my god. Hi. Free is watching as well. How are you doing, Free? Hello! <laughs> Alright, let's see what other backgrounds there are available. Shrines and temples can be found across. Uh, no, she's not religious. Right, I'm just looking through. Charlatan, yeah. whether you're a grifter or a spy, there's plenty of opportunities. Mm, no. Criminal. No. Entertainer. No. Folk hero. Mm, probably not. I don't know what that is. Guild artisan. What's that? There's always work for a talented individual. Masons work on the towers, smiths hammer away on the mm. cogs, bakers and blah 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 blah. Largest get mm, No. Mm. <laughs> You're just going right past Noble. <laughs> Every single character. Literally one. I don't know. You have to pick. Maybe. Okay, so, because, like, for my ideas for where she's from and stuff. Maybe Outlander. Talk me through it. Because I, I don't know what you think, but I want her from, to be like from a tribe of like Eladrin and elves like that, Feywilding creatures. Maybe yeah. near where the... Why are you... But, okay, so if that's true, Yeah. why are you no longer with them? Because of my wife. Okay, so we're going to do some spoilers now. So if you don't want to hear... <laughs> if you do not want to hear uh, spoilers for character backgrounds, turn your volume off now. Now. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, because because she's. She... So what do you think's happened, and how much room wiggle room have you got? I'm great. I need your help to like kind of. Okay, good. Well, let's do that. So, so what's happened? Something's happened to her wife. I don't know if it's a curse or she's sick or something. Yeah. But it's like pretty serious. Are you young, old? Are you coming to adventure in I'm like 20s, mid 20s, but I don't know what that is in the ladder. Or, or like... be the same. No, they're older, are they not? No, but if you're 20, then you're 20. Okay, she's older then. She's like, I don't know when elves do most of their adventure. In the first hundred years. Okay, okay. She's like, yeah, she'll be like 20, 28. Okay. Or like, yeah, mid 20s. Got it. Yeah. How long has she been married? Like five years. Okay. Yeah. And what's the deal? What were they doing as a as a married couple? What was the deal? Um, I don't know. They've been defending their village or tribe or whatever. Her wife's like a healer or something. So like the village healer. Um, and then she's sick, <laughs> and she can't do anything about it. All cursed or something. And then what are you doing? I need to find a way to cure her. Find a way to cure her? Yeah. Why can't she figure that out for herself? She's a healer. She can't. It's, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's beyond her ability. She like stays up all the time trying to 
figure out a way to okay i'm just it. trying to figure it out with you right yeah. so let's let's get let's sort of take it apart first yeah. and put it back together mm -hmm. i'm wondering on the strength of if you're part of a tribe yeah why wouldn't all the tribe pull together get healers together like a big tribe of should be able to sort it out right? <laughs> yeah so it doesn't answer why have you gone off on your own okay I'm wondering whether. Could be a smaller group then. But I'm wondering whether if your wife is somehow there's something wrong with that. Yeah. But you've been separated from her. Yeah. Somehow. Oh, okay, yeah. Um. And so you're trying to get back to her. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, uh, yeah, I want to get back to her, but I also want to find a way to cure her. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, but like. Perhaps like the whole community have been trying to do that because she's maybe the healer and it's yeah. like she's messed up with something. Um, what if you've become separated from your entire people? Okay. So of course you're trying to, you want to get back to your wife. Yeah. Because you want to help her. Yeah. That's what your day to day was about yeah. anyway, was like looking after her trying to learn, yeah. trying to get the village elders onto stuff, you yeah. know. Um, maybe something that can be more fleshed out later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you've been separated. Okay. So you are lost. <laughs> yeah. What about that? Okay. So you're a lost one. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. But why don't we call that, why don't we have that as a background? Okay. Lost. That you've become lost on the in the prime material plane. Oh, so like they're in the Feywild and like have somehow like just kind of shifted. We don't know how, yeah. right? Like we can build that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if like your prime material is not your plane? Yeah. That, that's kind of like the other backgrounds where it's like the reverse of humans. The human got lost in the Feywild. Yeah. I'm like the other way so, around. So yeah, yeah. So we could actually kind of reverse yeah. that <laughs> and say that that's the thing, right? So you're... Um, lost guy. <laughs> so you are prime lost. <laughs> oh no. Well just call yourself lost. You're yeah. just a lost, right? <laughs> so you grew up after up in the Feywild. Yeah. But you've become you've disappeared from your home plane. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you stumbled through a Fey crossing. Okay, so your proficiencies. Oh yeah. Deception and survival. Okay. Tool proficiencies. Yeah. One type of musical instrument. <laughs> okay, a flute. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, flute. No, no, no. <laughs> lute. A flute. No, I don't want to carry a lute around. Um. Oh, it doesn't mean I do, but yeah. No. A flute, I think that's quite, <laughs> like the, yeah, I'll just do two. Okay, so you can also, you speak Sylvan, uh -huh. Common, yeah, and one of your choice of Elvish, Gnomish or Goblin. Elvish. Okay. We Goblin, <laughs> I don't want to speak Goblin. Okay, so you've got a set of traveller's clothes. Okay. Three trinkets that you'll roll. You got eight gold pieces and a musical instrument. I get a musical instrument. 
I have flute then. Yeah. Um, and a hand crossbow? Yeah. You got your hand crossbow. Oh, why not? Then what? Okay, yeah. Um, flute. Trinkets. Feywild trinket table. Ah, here we are. Feywild trinket table. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pick your trinket? Trinket. Um, Don't worry about it must link to something. Sometimes it's yeah. just fun to roll and we go, shit, I don't know. Can I just re-roll on the You can re-roll, but you, ha you have to choose either the one I rolled or okay. the one that you're about to roll, okay? I've lost the page. It's quite a big ass, you know. <laughs> <coughs> Alright, Charlotte, you're going to roll three times for Feywild Trinkets. Okay! <laughs> go for it. What, wait, what? What am I rolling? 100. Oh. Percent E. 22. 22. You have a gossamer shawl that glows Ooh. faintly in the moonlight. Ooh. What do you roll, Finley? Read it out nice and loud so everyone can hear. <laughs> what does gossamer look like? Fuck you, roll, Finley. <laughs> A finger that's taken root in a small pot. Wait, that's so Elden Ring! Um, <laughs> oh! Wait. A finger in a little pot. I love that! That's so... <laughs> I wake up with a, with a finger in a Who's pot. Whose finger? You must find them. <laughs> Maybe it's my finger. <laughs> Ew! Oh, I know that my, my um, what's it called? Reborn mark is my left arm is um, like mummified. <laughs> Okay. We'll write down that finger in a pot and just <laughs> we'll leave it open what it is. Oh, so I, you've got a gossamer shawl. Wait, my shawl could be like have moss on it and have like mushrooms on it. Okay. Well, it glows faintly in the moonlight. Okay. So just write them down first yeah. before you go off and on about them. <laughs> right, you've got three of these. So roll on a second one and a third one. I don't know what that is. What is that? Zero, zero. Oh, wow. 100. So that is 100. Yeah, okay. You've got a music box that plays a sprightly tune you remember from your childhood. Sprightly. Oh, that'd be good for morale. <laughs> yep. And once more. Oh, yeah. 30. Um. <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. What is it? What is it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. You have a pixie plushie that sings when you squeeze it. No, I don't. Please roll again, that's ridiculous. <laughs> she would not that's have. ridiculous. Go on. <laughs> uh, 18, I think. Oh, cool. You've got a rotten ogre's tooth with the elvish glyph for moon etched into it. Oh, cool, moon. It's rotten, though. Ew. <clears throat> okay. So... You've got your background, you've got your skills from that. Yeah. So, have you chosen your warrior skill, your fighter skill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, I can't remember. Your fighter proficiencies. What did I, uh, yeah, I got, I, I picked athletics and perception. Cool. And what are the other two you got? The other one, uh, from my background? Yeah. Perception and survival. Uh, nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, and what are your skills? You should have four of them, yeah? Insight, intimidation, investigation, and religion. Nice. Alright, cool. Wait, the proficiency bonus is plus two, right? Plus two proficiency yeah. bonus? 
So you're not down your initiative bonus? What's my armor class? What's the base armor class? Base armor class 10. Plus 3. Plus 3? Is so initiative got... just dexterity? Is that what's. Yeah, dex. Okay. Oh, so... look, I've forgotten. Oh, I'm, I'm armorless at the moment. How unfortunate. Well, this is where we get to decide, like, where the story will start. Yeah. Can I, can I start with my leather armor, though? Well, we, I think we have to go a bit broader first to think about where... Yeah, I'd say that you, I'll give you leather armour that uh, you were buried I described in. it to you. Black leather. Yeah, and it's all tattered. Yes. Okay, so you have tattered black leather. So leather armour gives you uh, 12 armour class, I believe. Just look that up. It might even be plus one or plus two to, to AC. Dang, my wisdom's not good. 11. 11. Should we roll hit points? You get maximum to... Oh, uh, you get, <laughs> yeah. So you get 10. And Warlocks, I think, are D8 yeah, or D6? 8. 8. eight. Great, so you've got 8. Do you think we're going to do uh, these? Hmm? Are we going to do these? Bottoms and floors yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get taken from the book or do you just want to decide what they are? Um, well, I, I just want to roll to see what I get, but I don't know if I'll take that one up. Go ahead. I think they could be like loose. Kind all right, let's see what, see, what, see what you feel. Yeah. I'm going to get grab the haunted one. Oh, there's different. Yeah, there's. So I need the bottoms and floors for my background. I didn't think they were d dictated by your background. Yeah, they, they are. are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're not. You get skills, tools, languages, equipment. Look! No, no, look, look, they're right look here. Up. But some, some, like, these are horror character bonds. These are like horror characters before all of these. Oh, I see. Yes, sorry, sorry. So you have a prime mark. A pr oh, what? Well, a fey mark. <laughs> yeah. You were transformed in some small way by your stay in the fey world. Oh, so if you, you were transformed in some small way by your stay in the prime material. Roll d8. Okay. Your hair is made of vines or brambles and grows back to normal length within one hour of being cut. Do you have any hair? Yeah, I have hair. And now it's brambles, I guess. Or you could have flowers either bloom or wilt to your choice in your presence. You have a sweet scent like that of nectar or honey. Aww. <coughs> uh, Backgrounds don't do dictate your bonds and floors, do they? They do. Do you want to oh. look? Yeah, okay. Hang on. Um, I'll just have, can I just have the sweet smelling one? I really yeah, don't want smell. bramble hair. Alright, you smell s sweet scent. Like honey? Yeah, you smell like honey. Okay. <coughs> smells. Yeah, I smell terrible. <laughs> That's great. So if I smell really bad, I just smell like honey. Roll D8. Okay. 
Well. You are visited invariably when I wish it by a unicorn. <laughs> okay, I love the way you said that. Visited by a unicorn. These backgrounds don't. Do I have to be visited by a unicorn? No. Can it be, what can it be? It could be a centaur, dryad, fairy, dragon, which is a small dragon. Okay, no, no, yeah, some more. <laughs> Pixie, satyr, sprite. Can I pick or do you want to pick? What would you like? Do you want to pick? What would you like? I want a satyr. Okay, cool. Yeah. Please yeah. not unicorn, I just think of my little pony. Great, you just <laughs> uh, They don't have the bonds and flaws thing here for the background. Oh, here we are, character traits. <laughs> Personality traits. Uh... Alright, trait, D8. Like a nomad, I can't settle down in one place for very long. Okay. No? I settled down with my wife. And again then. <laughs> Four. Wherever I go, I try to bring a little of the warmth and tranquility of home with me. Yeah. Okay, that's your trait. Uh, let's roll your trait. I just, I just did. I, I was just. Well, don't skip on ahead, Sharon. I was just. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I was going to after, after you. I'll roll again if you want me to. What's your trait? No, I'll just roll again. Because. I'm quick to jump to extreme solutions. Right? Why risk a lesser option not working? <laughs> Do you like that? Uh, what was the other one you rolled? So you have to think about how you would play that and whether you can play that. I rolled, before that I rolled I'm easily startled but I'm not a coward. Oh, that's so cute! Which one would you prefer? I'll, I'll have the, the, the second one I rolled. Oh. I'm, I'm quick to jump to extreme conclusions. It's solutions, not Nice. Okay, that's good. That's a nice role playing yeah. there, isn't it? So you're quick to go for the extreme solution. I try and bring warmth and tranquility. Alright, ideal. Four. Change is good. Yeah. That's why I live by an ever changing set of rules. <laughs> that makes sense. You have an ever changing set of rules. Okay. <laughs> the D and D rules always change. <laughs> okay, do you want to roll for your ideal? Okay. Seven. Footprint. Obsession. Oh. I've lived this way for so no that 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 doesn't make any sense. Why? What does it say? I've lived this way for so long that I can't imagine another way. But I haven't lived long at all, so. But you had a whole life before you were dead. Yeah, you I just can't remember, remember it. Okay, roll again then. Escape. I believe there is something beyond the world I, I know of and I need to find it. That's good. That's cool. That could be a little yearning, mm. like something driving you. Happy with that? Yeah. Great, that's your ideal. Bond. Five. I can't bring myself to harm a fey creature, either okay. because I consider myself one or because I fear the repercussions. Bond, Finley. Wait a second, I'm still writing this down. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Seeing how far that this lags by like 20 yeah. seconds. It's 20 seconds behind. Yeah. Okay, uh, Bond. We just did your Bond, Floor. didn't we? Alright, Bond uh, Finley. Okay. One, I desperately need to get back to someone or some place. Nice. Ooh. But you, you don't remember what no, it is. No, I don't remember. No, but that's so cool. That would be good. Yeah. You've got the, just a sense. And, just like, no? I, don't, I just don't feel it. Okay, roll one more then. Seven. I deeply miss someone and I'm quick to adopt people who remind me of them. <laughs> That's cute. Okay, I'll, I'll take that one. Okay, what is it again? Read it again. I, I deeply miss someone and I'm quick to adopt people that remind me of them. Great. Well, that could help. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like Tartan. Yeah, you deeply miss somebody. It's the adopting. Yeah, but I just don't know who it is. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Your floor. Two. I think the whole multiverse is out to get me. I'm forgetful. Sometimes I can't remember even the simplest thing. I don't want that one. <laughs> hey, don't you have that one in real life? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Happy with those? Great. Nearly there. Yep. Finley, floor. Okay. <clears throat> Eight. I need to find the best in everyone and everything, even when that means denying obvious malice. That's no. like looking for the best in people. I don't look for the okay, best. Okay, and again then. Good people. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. I, I know the ends always justify the means and I'm and I'm quick to make sacrifices to attain my goals. <laughs> the opposite of what <laughs> you roll. Quick to make sacrifices. I'll I'll just re-roll. Come on then. <laughs> Three. I'm especially superstitious and live life seeking to avoid bad luck, wicked spirits, all the mists. <laughs> Throw salt over your shoulder. Does that fit with no nature? I, I think the one in, in this floor list that mm. uh, I, I like the most is number one, which is I believe doom follows me and that everyone who gets close to me will face a tragic end. Write it down, good one. Mm -mm. So you're gonna be a sadder? No. I'm depressed. Just constantly yeah. depressed. <laughs> Have you rolled your floor? Yeah. What was it? I'm forgetful. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually made fun of me for? Oh yeah, I forgot. Lol.
<clears throat> All right. Let's pick a place. Okay. Well, firstly, we've got to kind of, before we do this, we've got to kind of talk a little bit about your warlock stuff. Uh, can mm -hmm. I play this handbook? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Yes, you can. So. What is that place? I've never heard of that. With Duchy of Damon. Yeah. Was that wasn't on the map before, was it? Yeah. It was. Yep. Oh, I never looked at it. Yeah. Was it called something else? No, it's always been. Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> and what is this field of grey stuff? That's um, stepped. Step land. Oh, that's cool. Like slate. No, 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 just um, high ground, kind of sparse, uh, like uh, Mongolia, like steppe. Okay, yeah, 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 you know yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, warlock, obviously. You make a pact. A warlock's thirst for knowledge and power can't be slaked with mere study and research. No one makes a pact with such a mighty patron if he or she doesn't intend to use the power that's gained. So, the question is, firstly, was this a pact made willingly or out of desperation? Did you come to some form of weird consciousness deep underground and frantically and desperately claw your way to this half-life that you find yourself in, coughing and spluttering into a muddy grave in the dark of night, not knowing who you are or where you are, and because somebody dangled the thread of life back again to you. And so you agreed, you agreed to something you're not even sure you have agreed to. Yeah. Or were you a warlock in your past life? Or are we just going to go, you can't even remember who you were. I, I can't remember who I was. You don't know. So everything starts from... I don't know if I made a deal or not. Um, like, I don't know if I, like, I, I don't remember making a deal with anyone. Sweet, so you did make it in your past life. And then you come back to life and you're like, dang, I've got a deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, was this, um, or is this a pact you made that allowed you to get life back? Mm. Sorry. See what I mean? Yeah. Which um, do you fancy? I like. Which tickles your fancy? I, I don't know how <laughs> I would make a deal if, I, if I'm dead. No, but maybe... In some kind of, like, afterlife. Yeah, somebody sort of dangled a... You know, your soul, your soul was at, in purgatory, your soul was in like the waiting room for where does your soul go after death? Same way that resurrection restores the soul to the body. And it was there that you made a pact. Mm. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, uh, I like the sound of that. You could have it quite unknown, so you're not even sure yeah. what your patron is. Mm-hmm. And do you want to go for the knowledge one, the undead one, the... Because the, the patron yeah. you choose... The undead one, the one that you should be. In Ravenloft. Yeah. Have you got that there? Can you turn to it? 
And we'll just we'll go through this because I've got to figure out, and from a story perspective, where this puts us as well. Warlock the undead. This one. Yeah, yeah, come on. So. So you have Bane and False Life as spells you know. You made a pact with a deathless being, a creature that defies the cycle of life and death, forsaking its mortal shell, so it might eternally pursue its unfathomable ambitions. For such beings, time and morality are fleeting things. Okay. So at first level, you manifest. You have a thing called form of dread. Mm, yeah, I, I read you've written all that down. No, I haven't written. Okay, it. form of dread. Roll one d ten plus your warlock level. You get temporary hit points of that. You decide how it changes you physically, because you <coughs> you kind of let you change in some way not a complete transformation but you become something much more terrifying and awful looking when you take on your form of dread um, once during each of your turns when you hit a creature with an attack roll so when you hit you they must make a wisdom save or be frightened until the end of your next turn write that down I'll, I'll write it down oh okay okay when I get and when you're in form of dread, you can't be frightened. Mm. You can do that a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. You get them all back after a long rest. Uh, there you go. Write that bad boy down then. Uh, there we go. I think I know what kind of form I'll take. What? Well, I'll... You can explain to us when you unleash it. So are we picking, because I was just thinking about the mm. overfake, and you said that the, you know, the, it's just kind of thin, so maybe I accidentally came Stumbled in through, through somewhere around here. But I don't know, obviously, I don't know, that doesn't necessarily... I tell you as a DM, an area that I always wanted to develop but didn't, because yeah. I didn't have time. Do you remember when you were going to head to Nevermel? <laughs> yeah, is You're going to walk up through the dales, yeah. and I'm like, man, I never, I never developed yeah. And what I feel is... This is my original feelings, right? Uh, or my first kind of feel. Mm -hmm. Is that there is an area around here that to me represents a really nice opportunity for meeting because Gormley is an oh. area more ancient than, you know, this was always terrible, but mm -hmm. Gormley is a, an ancient yeah. evil place with dead forest around here. I wonder what would happen if an unmarked grave within the dead forest to the north of Gormley were one day <laughs> by, by Yo, a, a, that's cool. an almost warrior-looking dead thing with a rapier comes forward because a pact has just been made and he stumbles north. We're all stumbling. <laughs> you're <lost>. stumbling south. <laughs> And I'm just feeling somewhere yeah, here in the Dales as a thing. What yeah. do you reckon? I, yeah, I, 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 I like it. Yes. Hmm. 
In which case, you could be far more anciently dead and restored. Yeah, maybe maybe I only think I've, uh, I've been dead for like a couple hundred years. But you could go back far to when Gormley, to when battles took place in Gormley, where humans stood off against great evils in Gormley, or etc. etc. And yeah. maybe you have yet to discover these things. That's cool. Well, you talk this through. All right. Um, so my next question is, to yeah. so think about while I just sort myself out, yeah. is do you want the manner of your meeting to be in the essence of game one? Uh-huh. Or do you want, to, or what we could do is we could tell the story of your meeting now and so you pick up together already in... Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, discuss that now. <laughs> I don't, I've never been a big fan of starting up a game already knowing what you're doing. I hate that face you do, it's so annoying. Oh, I'm just looking. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of starting up a game already knowing. You know? Can you yeah, yeah, talk? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do. I do. I, uh... What do you think? No, I don't think we should have known each other before. You think we should meet in the... I think Dad quite likes... <laughs> He's gonna like, listen to this. Mm-hmm. But I think he quite likes... He keeps bringing it up that we already know each other. But I always feel like it starts more... It feels more like a fresh start if we meet... Yes. ...in the actual thing. Yes. It's better to do that. Yeah. Unless you have, like, a very big party. That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Then you can, like, pair them up or something yeah. over there. But, uh, yeah. But you be. cannot pair me and... Now what are you? <laughs> oh. That's sad. I'm gonna grow mushrooms on you. <laughs> I think I. I mean, I'm not. I'm not on my phone. I'm just just checking. <laughs> you are on your phone. I mean, I am. <laughs> but like, am I really? It's also like, might be in my backstory, you know. I don't care. I've got. You've got a hand crossbow shard. But that's just a normal weapon. Okay. Is yours a normal weapon? Not really. It's not. It's not magical or anything. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's ornamental. All right. Thank right, you. Um. <laughs> it might be magical. I've got a rotten ogre's tooth. I've got a finger in a pot. <laughs> it's rooted. <laughs> it's rooted. It's growing roots into the pot. Oh, Yours today it? for just nine ninety nine. Okay, we talked. I mean, we both are not big fan of the idea of already knowing each other. Okay. Because it always it feels more like a fresh start if we meet. Okay. I think it w- would be good if it was a bigger group of people and like you could some of them could already know each other. Okay. But so what I would say with that is yeah. in a bigger group. There is more scope for the kind of like, you know, the trope of just like yeah. everyone's suspicious with somebody, yeah. and like the whole first game is just like, mm, well, I'm not going to yeah. tell you on that. Oh, that's what I'm not like, going to tell you. You remember that other game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, that that's not fun. Yeah. If everyone's just like, mm, mm, mm. So if we do it that you are meeting in the first yeah. game, we will have to engineer a first yeah. meeting that supports you kind of getting on. Yeah. <laughs> well, not getting no, on. Get so I can't control that, but do you know what I yeah. mean? 
the whole point is that we are like teaming up. So like, yeah. So we'll, yeah. Uh, that gives me something to I think mean, about. That's fine with my coat to kind of type. Like sure. Style about you, but I'll, I'll be fine with that. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that can match with your thing of like she'll remind you of somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Are we going to are we going to talk about backstory here, or are we going to do that in between this session? No, we can do that now. Okay. I want to ask you a few things though. Okay. okay so. Um. Is it okay if we move this? Yeah. <laughs> or are we? How much? Um. Okay. So we're going to start mainly in the east. Yeah. All right. That's good. So, how much Easter eggs do you want? Zero to ten. <laughs> so, ten would be fresh Easter eggs, like like callbacks and Easter eggs uh, from session one. Like all the time. No. Do you know? What, oh, you know what I mean, though. Like yeah. there would be like oh, reference would yeah. be like a ten. Um, I think when they're subtle, they're the best, though. So three like, out of ten. I think two or three. Two or three. Yeah. Okay, so that's... Alright. I would say that the last one, obviously, was much higher. Yeah, because we had... Because uh, we had everybody from yeah. previous campaigns. Yeah. So, like, run. two, three, four, I think, that area. And you think three? Yeah. Alright, cool. Just because, yeah, if they're all the time, then it's not cool, but I like little subtle ones, I've been... So we're not leaping straight into episode one with, like... <laughs> You're besties with Denaya. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> um... That's good to know. That takes the pressure off. Right, and <laughs> uh, sorry, then the other thing is time zone. Okay. So when you came back, it's 286, and we ended season one nine years later. Okay. Right, so we went through nine years after yeah. the end of the yeah. game, right? So it is officially, at the end of campaign one, it's uh, 295. Okay. How, what are your thoughts on do you want it to be in the past? Because it can be while the events of season one are still happening, mm, or it can be after one. it, or it could be massively after it, uh, or massively before I think before a little it. bit after it. I don't really... Like 50 years. Later. I like the idea of having this kind of map and this layout, so after, after it happens. Okay. Um, you think about 50 years later? Yeah. What do you think? I think like 30. Okay. Well, should we meet in the so middle and say 50. 40 years later? Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. So 40 years on. So we're in 335. Yeah. Uh, uh, roll D4. <coughs> Four. Four. So three, hang on, 331. 331, Kurth Reckoning. That's our setting. Okay. That's cool. Um, which is... 47 years after you came back from... 47? It's 47 years. Well, you came back in 286. Yeah. 14... Uh, sorry, 35 years. Uh, 45 years. <laughs> it's 45 yeah. years after you came back from changing the past. Okay. Yeah? Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers go <campaign> one. <laughs> so it's kind of 45 years later. Yeah. Or 36 years later, if you take it from the very end of yeah. the epilogue. Right? Okay. <clears throat> so that's quite a significant thing. And that yeah. will help with Easter eggs in terms of things that might have changed. Yeah. Um, and certainly if Elowin and or Danae were to touch this campaign in any way, mm-hmm. a sense of how much time will have gone. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. 
But they both have immortality, don't they? Mm. I didn't take it though, but she would have. Well, now she's ascendant. She's immortal. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you, you got kind of nearly god spot. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, okay. We will be opening the game then. Oh, this is exciting. Somewhere near or near about to. So I'm just going to describe Gormley, which has always been an ancient badlands of evil. It's like the Mordor of Aeon. Yeah. Right? And to the north of it, there is dead forest and broken lands and a ruined keep of some malevolent force. It was probably somewhere around that that you will you will begin your stumbling. Yeah. stumbling. <laughs> we probably won't start the game with you coming out of the grave, but we will begin the game with like that didn't happen that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And probably for a being of your nature, you've just been following the sweeter breeze, which is north. Yeah. And most wild things at your appearance and your fresh to undeath most natural wildlife just scatters from your presence you would have come down whereas they probably like me so just like <laughs> i think you probably would have been wandering for a bit longer yeah i'm panicked though yeah definitely panicked So the nearby places will be Wantage, yeah. Breezemere, Cedarmere, and then the, the open grasslands to the south of the Dales is where we'll begin our tale. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay, that'll be good. Nice. Cool. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so quite low on Easter eggs. That much time in the future. Um, okay, so how much of a mix... How, what's the most important aspect of you between exploration, combat, um, interaction? So to rank them. Yeah. For you, for this game. What, yeah. are, what do they call them? Hang on a second. They call them the... Uh, hang on. Sources. Dungeon Master's Guide. The f I think there's the three or four aspects of gaming. Um, kind of tone you want right so hang on a minute what are the styles of play hang on a minute d and d
We love here. Are you good? There's the stuff outside. It's fun. What are they doing? So rate for me. Combat zero to ten for you. Um, exploration zero to ten. Interaction social. Mm -hmm. You know that kind of thing zero to ten, and. I think those are the three. Yeah. Yeah, where, where do you rank on those? Okay, okay. Finley first. So what? What were the what was combat? How important will is that to you? Combat zero to ten. Um, six. Six. Cool. For you. Exploration. No combat. Oh. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, exploration. Um. Five. Five, okay. For you, exploration? Eight. Okay. Uh, interaction, social? Four. Four. So everything's below seven. <laughs> yeah, that really So what's the, where does that leave us? <laughs> of, of the three, which is the one that's the, the, that gives you the most joy when you're playing d and I mean, they all do. Okay. They're all equal. Well, uh, and then interaction for me is nine. Nine. So seven, eight, nine, yeah. So the, so, the, so the most important part of this next campaign for you is the, your interaction with other people, with things, yeah. with yeah. like all They're of all that. They're all pretty close though, seven, eight, nine. Pretty close. But, um, and if you have a favourite of the three, what's yours? Combat? Um, yeah. Okay, great. Good to know. Um, so then i got to ask, do you have a style of fantasy that you prefer? For this one, in terms of the flavor, this is the flavor of it. Now, I would say that the last campaign was like heroic fantasy, yeah. high fantasy, right? But we can go sword and sorcery, which is a bit more sort of um, a bit more grim. It's a bit more um, more like class classic fantasy fiction. Mm. So, um, dark, gritty worlds of evil sorcerers and decadent cities, that kind of thing. Um, we could go epic fantasy. I would actually say that our campaign one was epic fantasy, um, yeah, yeah. right? I like it. But we could go more. So if you think of Critical Role, their first one was like yeah. heroes that are now world famous. Yeah. But Mighty Nine was very ground level, right? Yeah. Like street level heroes. So it was much more. There were imperfections. It was more yeah. worldly and yeah, you know that kind of thing. Um, do you have a? a a preference there between epic level to more kind of it's just two people trying to hack it out in the world i think it'll be interesting to explore that as opposed to you know because the last one was very epic <laughs> yeah i would say that like the first one there was this sense of destiny throughout yeah. right yeah do you want more sure. of that or less of that in the second less. less like less. it would be a bit weird i, I don't know i don't want to get to like just have two really really epic characters like it would be weird if it ended like that one ended where like they're really yes yeah, so you're both world changing yeah it's just like, there's so many heroes. of them they're yeah, not yeah, special yeah. <laughs> yeah you've got to have sometimes heroes that yeah. aren't don't even, didn't even ever know that they were heroes yeah. and weren't written in any annals yeah. but still made a change to things mm -hmm. so probably more towards that yeah and do you have a flavor of it do you want dark and gritty more mythic and fantastical i like that i like mythic and fantastical a lot and maybe if it's dark so like dark all right dark. 
Yeah. Bit of gothic and mythic. Yeah. Gothicy mythicy. <laughs> gothic mythic. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Let's see what else. So, what else on your character sheets in these developing? Uh, let's see. If anything. I don't think so. Just uh, maybe. I don't know what we. So, like, <laughs> with equipment that we start with. For sure, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Well, I have travel clothes actually. I think that is kind of rounded. So I have a gold, the trinkets. So your your AC to begin with oh, will yeah. be do I ten have plus your dex mod. Do I have any money? One silver piece. <laughs> From your man. Also, don't spend that one. <laughs> also, our names. Yeah, what's your Wait, name? Are we, are we saying that now? Are we what? Saying what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be clear. Oh yeah, okay. My name is Rowan Amanita. Rowan? Yeah. Amanita. Rowan nice. Amanita. Yes. What? Yeah. Finish your mouthful. <laughs> I have. Go. Um, I'm just thinking I can't change it later. <laughs> is this just because I made fun of you for it? Yeah, I did Max What? That's his last name. That's his last name. Oh, okay. That's a good name, period. Maybe that's the only word you wake up knowing. Why is everyone dissing my first name so much? Wait, did he tell you his first name? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think it's cool. But maybe he, he. But what if. What if that's not your actual name, like oh, your given he's name? Gonna change it what if, like, that's. You remember that as, like, somebody called you that? Right, say the whole thing for us. I, I'm Maverick Maximilian. Maverick Maximilian. Double M. Oh, Hyper says, go on, Finley. Yeah, don't listen what? to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why is it wrong? No. Maverick Maximilian. No. There we go. <laughs> nice one. Thank you. Well done. Don't worry, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. We just both gave him shit for the name Maverick. <laughs> like, what is this, Top Gun? I had just said oh, him oh, the oh, definition. Oh, <laughs> oh. Alright, so we've got Rowan and Maverick. Yeah. Nice. Alright. Write those bad boys down on your character sheets. Yes! Um, let's talk about the circumstances that will get you to episode one, okay. session one. What, if anything, okay, so this will be, well, let's just say what, you say you've been panicked because you're yeah. lost. Yeah, I don't want to get back to my wife. Yeah. My wife. What kind of little day-to-day -day things have been happening since you've been lost? Okay. Um... Have you had any interaction, do you think, with Civilized World yet? Like, one-on-one -on -one interaction? I, probably very minimal, because I think... I don't know. It would probably be quite different to how you interact in the Fae World and there. I don't know. Maybe. Well, similar in some ways and so different in others. Yeah. You certainly wouldn't have had the same... You will have found yourself, by the time we get to episode one, in a quite a human settlement. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah. So you're, some of your, the rumors of the round ears, and you're yeah. like, oh, wow. But I'm just like, From behind the bush. Yeah. yeah. And then wait, I can actually, <laughs> I've got my, yeah. Like, <laughs> I probably, yeah, I probably wouldn't stay in a, a settlement, I'd probably stay, like, somewhere in the wilds. Okay. But I was thinking, okay, I have an idea. Since I came back from, since I got stuck here, I think I might be, like, stuck in one season. And what season is the that? Autumn. So I think, I think she's since stuck. Since you've been in the prime, yeah. you're sort of stuck. Yeah. That, uh, nice. I can't change. Uh, and what does that mean to her? It means that she's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, she's been jolted. She's not, she's in a place that is completely different and she's in shock and she can't really change it. And, and, and change is so important to her. Change is, that's her ideal. Change is good, you know. So, so it's very, it's kind of distressing to her. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay, good. You like that. Um, what? So you will have in the the run up in the weeks running up to session one. Mm -hmm. You won't have had much. You've stayed pretty much in the wilds and on the fringes. Yeah, observing. Observing. Yeah. Like going, where the hell am I? Yeah. Trying to build up the courage to actually try. And ask Why is everything help? so dull? Yeah. Why is everything yeah. look so dull? It's probably really sad. Like the shock of it is just like really. Like... The trees are like dull green. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Let's roll for what time of year we'll be starting this. Okay. So, D, uh, Finley, roll a d4 for me. So, we'll just go winter, spring, summer. No, we'll go spring, summer, autumn, winter. One, two, three, four. Three. Spring, summer, autumn. So, we'll hey, be starting I'm in, stuck autumn. in autumn. You came through in autumn yeah. and you are stuck in autumn. autumn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's good. Cool. Alright, so we're coming through. It's colder. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you've had cold nights. And... I am at place. So the few weeks run up, what do you think, what do you think, if anything, that M Maverick Maximilian will have been encountering and doing in the few weeks that will lead up to episode one? He's been stumbling. <laughs> um, no hunger. Yeah. No hunger guiding you the way most living creatures. Are you even aware you're dead? Yeah, I think so. I mean, my arm and... And are you massively distressed by this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're stumbling and distressed. That's me and you. <laughs> Two stumbling, distressed people meet on the road. Oh, I'm very distressed. Me too, I'm very... <laughs> we just cried. Please, don't leave me. <laughs> okay. Um, have you had much interaction with civilised world? No. Since coming out of the grave, <laughs> completely isolated. Not <laughs> not seen another living humanoid. Probably not. No. So okay. together we can build up the courage to go talk to people. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, why don't you take a moment to describe yourself visually? Hey. Okay. This is the important bit. This is what do they look like? I'll describe and then show. Great. Shall I start? Yeah. Okay. I have like um, orangey apricot skin. So it's kind of like a sun, I'd say like a sunset orange kind of color or apricot, obviously. Um, 
since I'm stuck in autumn, my colour's very autumn-y, I've got um, kind of like chin length deep auburn hair that's kind of like, yeah, quite a, yeah, a nearly brown, hints of kind of orange in there. Um, uh, on my head, <laughs> a big mushroom. Um, at the moment it's... A big mushroom? Yeah. At the moment it's like red, with the red and with the white spots. Um, physically, uh, kind of quite androgynous features. Um, I have little mushrooms growing out of me in random places, like on my shoulder, like little uh, red and white ones. And I have a big symbol on the front of my forehead here. One eye is red and one eye is blank white. And I have scars, on, like flicks of scars on my face and on my shoulders. Well, from what? Just like, you know, defending the village and kind of just everyday life in the village. <coughs> and uh, bands of tattoos on bicep with runes and sigils. Yeah, and I look like this. Let's have a look, can I show them? Fucking awesome. <laughs> this is Rowan. Who's <laughs> waiting for it? <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for it to catch. <laughs> I just was looking at it. Great. Okay. <laughs> okay, go. We got it. We're good. Just the rest of the stream. Dad, you got it. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Oh, and she has a Rowan Berry necklace. She wears Rowan Berry necklace. Rowan Berry yeah. necklace. Okay, cool. Which is ironic, because, <clears throat> yeah. Because Faye, in, in like actual, like, real life folklore, folklore. Faye hate, uh, if you wear Rowan Berries, it wards you off, or wards off Faye. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Alright, Finley. Describe Maverick Maximilian to okay, us. I, I have no picture because I'm not a god at. Uh, I'm not either. <laughs> so take your time and describe as well. Okay. Well, he's about six foot one, and he's got lightish grey skin that looks it, obviously for a human. That's, that's normally it looks like dead, and um, he's got like black eyes, completely black, and they like they, they spiral like like a little bit of a. It looks like flowing black water in his eyes. Mm. Um, and he wears he's got he's got black hair and it's all tattered and bloody. Um, Short, long. It's like it's it, it's quite quite long. It's like down to the bottom part of the neck, um, and it's all like ragged and unkept. Um, he wears. Like this tattered leather armor that's like all stringy and like it's mismatched leather pieces of different like shades of brown and black. Um, he has like black, uh, like he's got like a like a hood, he has a hood and it's all tattered and has this black silk over it, like kind of like a veil kind of, but it's all tattered. 
and it like hangs all around him and like goes down his back like some sort of like cape but it's all tattered and it's made mm-hmm. of like this um almost see-through like gray silk stuff that's cool um like a ring race, like the tattered. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's he's got well, as I said before. Is it like a light cape or like an all-encompassing cloak? Like if he's walking down the road, does it look like a wraith walking down the road? Uh, yes. I mean, it's all it's all tattered and it's and it's all like flowy. Got it. Yeah. Um, he's got he's got one of his arms is his left arm is completely like um, dead and like looks like it's not been mummified and you can see like the bones in some parts of it um he he's got a rapier and it's decorated dec- decorated with ornamental um metal petal petals that look like rose petals all all, over, all down it and it's got uh one la- one side is lined with teeth the varying Varying teeth uh, from different animals and Hey you can have my over teeth. <laughs> uh and it's and it's like the the blade is stained with uh blood. Very edgy. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a skeletal like mask that looks like it's got it's made of rib bones. And it's like a, it's a mask. Like a, a creature's ribs? Yeah. Yeah, like a, like small, or like a small animal or something. Oh, like a cat. <laughs> so what would it be, like a line in the middle and then it's like this? Yeah. So then yeah, it's it, like this. And it, and it might, like, maybe it clings, the, the ribs like cling. Cling on? Yeah. So it's that's, like, that's oh horrible. god, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. And it's got teeth stuck into it. How tall is he? Six foot one. How tall is Rowan? She's five foot eleven. Two tallies. Okay, good. I'm I'm taller than that way. What do they sound like? <laughs> you first. I don't know. She's got a deeper voice. Than? Than like Lunette or, or Denea. Okay. Okay. No one knows who Lunette is. Right, but like for your guys. Well, that's good. You've got quite a deep voice. Yeah. So it's just about uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. using you. So uh, like I do quite a high voice when I do Lynette. She's got a, a low voice mm. compared to that, definitely. Um. Husky, excitable, mm. slow, and considered. Something else. Where, how how would you imagine her speaking? Um, I think it's. You know, I mean, it's it's deep, but it's like warm, and it's kind of. I don't know. It. it, it I want it to try and sound like reassuring, hopefully. Um, and then obviously it depends what situation she's in, how she talks, like in what manner. So, yeah. Cool. And I don't know about accent. I'll work on that between now and then. I think. All right. I cannot. I. Because <laughs> I was thinking, kind of like you could a. Try Irish. I can't do Irish. You could try it. I really listen, want. I wish you could I could listen online. I've tried. Hear, Dude, I've tried. Because when you said deep and warm, <laughs> I thought immediately of like Southern Ireland, where I've just been over in Dublin. Yeah. And you could have it like, ah, my friends. I know. That could be quite I good. I know. I, I wish I could do that, but I can't. But you could. Probably, no, I've tried. Not for a while. 
Okay, but I've tried for other characters before and I can't do it, but I will practice. And mm. if not, then I'll I'll do like any... I don't want it to be a strong accent, it'll probably just be like a subtle of something. Okay. Of it, like whatever I deserve. Or even a Somerset around here. <laughs> Could be quite a nice one. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Like a uh, deli. Yeah, no, 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 I didn't see that. I didn't see that. My master. <laughs> well, that's... How are you doing? Hello. Oh, okay. You must have known a gun. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Make my day. <laughs> so I gotta ask you, punk. Do you feel lucky? <laughs> well, do you? <laughs> Alright. So that's. Uh, so we're getting deep, rich, warm, yeah. sounding voice. Hopefully, yeah. Great. Okay, cool. What can we expect to hear from Maximilian, from Maverick? Uh, he speaks in Shakespearean, or as Shakespearean as I can possibly do. Um, so these and thous. Um, it's only like light. It's not like every. It's not. It's not as hard to like read as the some like Romeo and Juliet or whatever. Mm. A bit of ye. <laughs> Yonder village rather than. Yonder. The village. Dost thou desire my slumber should be broken? Yeah, maybe not that much. What <laughs> about oh. the qualities of his voice? So, is he hoarse and whispery? Is he deep and boomy? Is he like, what What can we expect? Like husky. Husky. Yeah. <laughs> the retail king of it. Almost as if those aspects that helped form his oh, voice have, yeah. over the years yeah. long deteriorated. And maybe in whatever weird magics brought him back, they didn't bring him back fully, right? Mm. So, like, these things still are. Like, Ew. Ugh. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. What about accent? None. None. Just. Human language. <laughs> <laughs> I hit, uh, made a red character again. Red. I <laughs> fall back on red. Dude. <laughs> red is a strong colour. Yes, it is. <laughs> Run for it, Marty. <laughs> um, all right. So, is there anything else that you want to sort of talk about mm. with your character that's important for you to sort of express? Well, I've got I've got a question. Yeah. <clears throat> Overall, so forget bonds and flaws yeah. and that kind of thing. We're playing a game that assumes your character is adventuring. Yeah. Right? For whatever reasons. Personal, but also like so what uh what am I trying to ask here? It's almost like And your character may not have this. Yours certainly might not. But like, what is their what is their end dream? Um, Either what was it, or what is it now, or have they had time to think about that? Like, what, what? Uh, where does your character? Where does your character always see themselves? Where do they see themselves? Yeah. Home. And what does that look like? With her wife. In what kind of position though? What is the nature of? What? Tell me more. You're just giving me one bit at a time. I just like. What's her dream? To uh, she just. Uh, Is she she her they them? She her. She her. Oh, oh she him? they she they. She they. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she just wants to be no wife and 
<laughs> quiet life, big life, traveling quiet life. Quiet life. Quiet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of circumstances in the Feywild where where they're living at the moment is not suitable, and her goal is to find a, the, the ideal place for her to be with her wife. Hmm. Okay. But I, I think I think they also don't like the idea of. Um, so she been sorry to interrupt. Yeah. She been sort of like wrenched from her normal. Yeah. Family life. Yeah. So this is a reluctant hero. Yeah. She still wants to. I think. Uh, what I was going to say is um, she's very protective of her wife. So any kind of <coughs> when she sees bad stuff in the world, she's like. Dang, that could be somewhere near my wife. Like any kind of that is like, I hate that idea that this is out there. It could harm other people's loved ones because she loves her wife so much. She's like she hates the idea of uh, you know any kind of like evil stuff. Mm. She wants to protect. Okay, great. What about Maverick? Did he have a dream, even if he doesn't <laughs> remember that in his previous life? I mean, he, he doesn't remember it, but okay. Uh, maybe guess we could guess we could like find out, I guess. But he do, he doesn't remember like anything at all. Hmm. So know. literally, he to himself he is weeks old. All he has is like a finger in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> um, a a reindeer and, and a mask and his and his, and his equipment. So that's all he has to like remember what, what he was before. Mm. But he just wants to find out who he was. Um, I think for like, I just continue on, uh, continuing on. Anything she does, she it's always to like try and make the idea of family life or just like life with a wife easier. Whether that is like getting money or killing stuff or anything okay so in terms of alignment you're oriented more towards chaos yeah i'd say chaotic chaotic good okay yeah do you have an idea of alignment uh i don't want to play an evil character with you being having so little knowledge of yourself and being recently what do you think about the idea of just starting as neutral? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, they can change maybe. Yeah, it can change as well. Yeah, and you might get flashes of... Yeah, that can change my alignment or whatever. Great. Danae's alignment. <coughs> <coughs> Alright. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think we're almost there. Mm-hmm. I can't think of much else. <laughs> so, you got your saving throws. Oh, um, have you picked your spells? No, I have not. First level Warlock, dude. What do they get? So let's... Well, Warlock is one I've got to learn about, right? Like, so Fighter Mm. Gunslinger will get interesting at third level. Yeah. And we probably should talk a little bit more about the gun you have. Yeah. (laughs) And whether... And how that's recently come into your... Possession. Warlock. So... First level. 
you know two cantrips, and you know two spells. Additionally to the two you get for okay. your So two cantrips. Two spells. You have one spell slot. You have one first level spell slot. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, like 20. <laughs> okay. Your saving throws are wisdom and charisma. Mm -hmm. uh, did you pick two skills from Warlock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Wait, uh, two, two skills from Warlock? For being a Warlock? No, I did not. Where did you, you get your skills from then? Background and and Reborn gives you two. Oh, okay. Well, then you can also choose from... Does every race give you two or just Reborn? No. Oh, okay. Arcana, Deception, History, Intimidation, Investigation, Nature and Religion. Let me... So, wait, say them again. Arcana, Deception, History, Intimidation, Investigation, Nature and Religion. I think Deception and History... We'll probably have to roll a thing, whereas if you're trying to do a history, there's a chance you don't remember anything. Same mm. with religion. Okay. <coughs> you start with a light... Oh, no, no, you've got your thing for that. Yeah. Uh, spells, I'll choose my, should I choose my spells. Yeah. So at first level, you struck a bargain with an otherworldly being of your choice, an undead of some... Great power. So two cantrips. Two cantrips from the warlock list. Yeah. So from the warlock list, that is. by the warlock thing. Okay, so warlock cantrips, you got Blade Ward, Chill Touch, Eldritch Blast, Friends, Mage Hand, Minor Illusion, Poison Spray, Prestidigitation, True Strike. Um, if you, wait. Chill Touch seems kinda fitting for a dead thing. It's kinda chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eldritch Blast is a classic. Yeah, obviously I'm choosing that, but. Nice. Um, there's, I've got, I've got different spells on this list that aren't in the player's handbook, so... Uh, okay, right, well, you go run and buy me. Can you go and Green Flame Blade, I think that... What's the source for that? No, just <laughs> well, go on... Well, you can't just pick it up. Just yeah. go on D&D &D Beyond, it's probably on there somewhere. Green Flame Blade. But I like the sound of that because it incorporates weapons. And I am a spell blade. Mushroom. Look, her with her wife. Green flame blade, here we are. She'll beat you off if you do that. Why doesn't the wife have a mushroom? She's not a. She's. So, why would you want that if you've already got a sword? What? You brandish the weapon used in the spell's casting and make a. Yeah, the, the, it does actually. Oh, cool. As a pot, when you cast a spell, 
as, as a part of the action to cast a spell, you make a me- melee attack as well. Nice. And it does extra fire. Oh, Tarkus okay. suffers the weapons attacks, normal effects. Okay, so your rapier is a D8. Let's do your rapier first. So yeah, green flame blade. Um, you cause green fire to leap from the target to a different creature of your choice. So you can see within five feet of it. Second creature takes fire damage equal to your spell casting ability modifier. The spell's damage increases when you reach certain levels. Cool. I think instead of Eldritch Blast, this is probably a dumb thing to do, but... Go on. I'd rather have... That'd be good, it would be away from the, the trope, the boring shit everyone does. I know, but like, it is the most powerful cantrip, unfortunately. And there's nothing... Um, Minor Illusion because it's my favourite spell. Okay. It's your favourite spell? Yeah, it is. Ever? Yes. So you, you sure you want Green Flame Blade? Yeah. Okay, great. So... <laughs> Why'd you... <coughs> um, and... First level. So you know one... No, you know two first level spells. Armour of Agathis, Arms of Hadar, Charm Person, Comprehend Languages, Expeditious Retreat, Hellish Rebuke, Hex, Illusory script, protection from evil and good, unseen servant, witch bolt. Witch bolt. I think arms of Hadar. Hadar! <laughs> arms of Hader. Hadar. Hader. Darth Vader. You invoke the power of Hadar, the dark mm-hmm. hunger, tendrils of dark energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within 10 feet of you. Each creature in that area, the area is uh, 10 feet, must make a strength saving throw. On a failed save, they take 2d6 necrotic and can't take reactions until its next turn. They found us. They found us again. <laughs> and Hex. Hex? Yes. Great, Hex. Oh, what's my spellcasting ability and spell save DC and spell attack on? Yeah, let's do all that. So, your... Spell save, 8 plus proficiency bonus, so 10 plus charisma. Spell save is 10 plus charisma. No. 8 oh. plus proficiency plus charisma. Oh, so 10 plus charisma. So. Spell attack. Proficiency plus charisma, so plus 6. Also, with your rapier, it's a finesse weapon. Yeah, I It's a very thin blade. I know. So, 1d8 damage. Yeah, I know. Plus, stop saying I know, it's session 0. We're just talking it out. Okay. Plus, so, plus 5 to hit. 1d8 damage plus... Because that's magic. Yeah, 1d8 plus 3. What do I do for hand crossbow? What is the... Let's look that up. Okay. It's a range weapon. Is my spell casting ability charisma? Yes. So when you do the green flame, it's adding 4 then. Green flame. 4 damage. Yeah. Hand crossbow. Have crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, it is 1d6 piercing, 
It's a light weapon. Range is, um, I'll say that you're running low, but roll 3d6. One, four, five, seven, eight. You've got eight quarrels. Okay. I have a few. The range is eight volts. 30, 120. So a weapon mm. that can be used to make a range attack has a range in parentheses after the ammunition. The range lists two numbers. The first is the weapon's normal range in feet, yeah. 30 feet. And the second indicates the weapon's long range. When attacking a target beyond normal range, you have disadvantage. So past 30 feet, disadvantage. Okay. You can't attack a target beyond the weapon's long range. Mm -hmm. Got it? Wait, do I have the gun at the moment? Yes. Broken gun. Well, what did we say? There was something in your background that sounded cool when we said it about like... Um, what, inheritance? Yeah, some kind of inheritance. Yeah. But maybe if it's been since you've been on the Prime. Yeah, so not inherited. No, what's this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what? No, I'm just saying. What? I don't know. Okay. Um, me neither. <laughs> what? Will you help me? What's okay. the story? Why the hell would you have a gun? Mm. How on earth would that come to be? You sell, <laughs> you sell me. Well, hang on. Can you tell me where guns are in the world? Here, there, and everywhere. Is there a place where they are? Well, it's a, we're, we're, this is a fantasy game set in a fantasy world, so oh, guns. Flintlock pistol. Yeah, but guns are not massively. Are there any places that are more into like artificing and like making like? Yes, stuff? the gnomes. Okay. To the north, in in Zana, um, there would be some in the Republic of Kerth, but not many. Um, Where's it? Clement Hill? Sun then made your gun. The. Where did they most come from in Aeon? Well, the, the real thing to think about is how you might already have had one then. Mm. You tell me how on earth there'd be pistols in the Feywild. That's, <laughs> that's the question. Were they not me? <laughs> that's the question. You help me. You help us understand. It's your world. I don't know if there's pistols in the Feywild. Of course it is. Yeah, but you were playing it. They're like, I'm saying, use your imagination. How on earth might you have had... Okay. How would know. this have come in... How, <laughs> would have broke, how would a broken one have come into your possession? Broken one. Okay, broken one. Well, I'm, I assume she just found, finds it and it's all overgrown. It's got like vines in it and stuff. I feel like there would be some trouble involved in that, and that's why you found yourself lost in the first place. Okay. So there's some trouble with it. Like you got in some trouble. Okay. Because I think there being a pistol in the Feywild mm -hmm. would be weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Clockwork, yeah, but not gunpowder. Yeah. So I think well, there would be some circumstance... Because you like change and you like you're you're forgetful and you... <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I imagine some circumstance that maybe you can think out more 
whereby you found this thing and it got you in some trouble. Maybe. Because because the people in the village, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe, they maybe have... it, it was a threat to them. Like maybe they saw it as a threat. Well, I found it and I walked back into the village, and they're like, "Why are you bringing?" Them? Yeah, like different is weird. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Well, well, they must have had to have seen them somewhere for them to think it's a threat. Maybe they'd heard of them. Yeah, they just like smoke sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't know. Think it through. Yeah, I don't know if they'd do that. I don't know why they'd be so scared of it when she just like walks into. Well, maybe they're not. Maybe it's something else then. Yeah. I don't imagine the Eladrin that are so connected to the seasons and nature. Yeah, it, it's, it's such a. It's such a. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, it doesn't have to be inherent. She might have have like have found it when they came through. Since she's been through. Yeah. Did she find it? Yeah. Or did well, she get into a fight and that was part of her bounty? That was part of what she got. But she hasn't really seen people since she's come back. Maybe she witnessed something. Yeah. There are huge lakes in the Overfay and perhaps there was like a some flying pirate ship and she witnessed a terrible battle <laughs> yeah. of magnificent like colours and so splendour with explosions and then there was some disaster that she came out from behind <laughs> investigated Crap. and she sort of found it. I know, think about it. Yeah. Because that's what we need answering for session one. Yeah. How the hell she's got flintlock. Mm -hmm. And is it definitely a flintlock you've got or they look so cool. <laughs> Let me just bring up gunslinging because there's lots of other guns. Palm pistol, like a smaller one. A pistol, a musket, <laughs> pepper box. Picture of it. Um, Blunderbuss. That's the one that goes out and then it's got a massive <laughs> thing in the end. <laughs> Probably just a pistol, though. Bad news. Bad news! That's everything you Hand mortar. They're huge. So it's just pistol. Like a flintlock. Yeah, flintlock pistol. Great. Okay. Reload four. That's like Henry in person. Who's Henry? I have no idea. I'm in person. <coughs> <coughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, anything else about your characters you want to share before? Because mm. this is it now until November. No! Awesome. No. Yeah. He's pretty cool. When we start the game. Yeah. How keen are you on it just being the two of you versus there being I'm good other with, people I'm involved? I'm good with whatever. Alright. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have I wonder if people could eat her mushroom head. 
Alright then guys, well that's yeah. it. So we've got Rowan, Amonita yeah. and Maverick Maximilian who you will be meeting at level one in the beginning of November when we begin season two. Yeah. Campaign two of every ten day. Thanks so much for joining Thank us. You. Those of you that joined us uh, on YouTube, we can't wait. We will see you then. Let us know. Come join us on Instagram. Make sure you connect with us on Instagram and join the Discord. If you go discord.every10day.com, I'll put it in the chat. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be lit. Discord. Wait, it's going to be like a run. Dot. Yeah, did, I, 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 hang on. Dis <laughs> Discord.everyday.com. <laughs> Come chat to us. Let us know what you think about these characters. Yeah. We'll take photos of the character sheets and put them up in the Discord so you can see what we've got so far. Tell us what you reckon. Uh, and we will see you in a couple of months. Heck yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.